Hello, this is Tyler Butler, the Dungeon Master and Podcast Director for The World of Esther. We had a lot of fun recording this episode and playing this last session of the season, and we certainly hope that you enjoy listening to it as well. So, I ask you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the final episode of The World of Esther, Season 1. Gang gang bread. What? It's like, <laughs> oh, like, it's like those news anchors that were trying to say oh all the slang. <laughs> That's like, like, oh my god. To take their tests. The so bad. Whatever. Oh I'm god. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Cringe factor so hard. Anywho. 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 Next new role on the show. Congratulations yeah. on your motion, devotion. I don't know what that considers, but. Yeah, let's. Let's go on with the show. So, when last we left off, we had our super session on Memorial Day. And what happened then was... That long ago. Yeah, I know. Crazy. <laughs> we... Our party had just uh, solved the... Had gone to see the gentleman with the thistle-down hair. Uh, because they had, he had stolen Amira and the king... He asked them to look for a mockingbird, which turned out to be an old ally slash enemy, uh, Stephen Strange, and he was promptly eaten by the gentleman with the thistle down hair. Oh, right. <laughs> like who ate him? <laughs> so after that, it was revealed that because they had stolen the stone from that temple from way way back, the stone of Corbinet that the world is potentially coming to an end. The four have arisen, and they are planning on 
bringing about Theranax from out of the veil. When returning back to Grand Rhinestall, our heroes were surprised, alarmed, and dismayed to see that the city is in the midst of chaos and that they've been gone for three months. Rips me. Oh, and my ferns. <laughs> my brand. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a pretty long recap because we had a long session last yeah, time. So, yeah. I need it, though. I do too. Because I'm like, hey, what'll happen? I should have listened to the episode again. I thought about it on the way. So, after visiting Xanathar again, they discovered that, yes, in the three months, shit has happened, and. Yeah, weren't, like, all the fucking... Wasn't all the water, like, bloody and stuff? Yeah, like, blood, gross. red water, hail falling from the sky. That's right, because ice. we took water out of my my, well, my pouch to put Silgar in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't all icky. It was basically blood water, and he was suffocating, poor little shit. And, uh... <laughs> don't say that to Xanathar. Well, and, hey, we got the immortality stone, so every time he basically be, like, choked to death, he, he was fine. Right. So basically we just tortured Silgar. Poor Selgar. He's <laughs> <laughs> just really drowning. So, with that, the Xanthar again asks you to go and get Lazarus, get the money, or at least off him. Which you do. And then, because you realize that he's a lich, <clears throat> you also have to find it, you had to find his phylactery. And in the meantime, in order to destroy... But essentially was his um, heart encased in silver. Uh, Shalfa had to make a deal with a greater demon. Yeah. And she is now <coughs> basically... Uh, yeah, Ghost Rider. Copyright. I don't know rights to Marvel Specter Rider. <laughs> right. I own no rights to Ghost Rider or any affiliation of the Marvel LLC any, Empire. Yeah, any anyway. association with uh, any names or appearances that may appear similar <laughs> are pure coincidence. Yep, and pure in no way at all affiliated with. And no way correspond with any characters fictional or non-fictional alive or dead. It's okay, we're not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys all like, wait, you guys are getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> After that, Xanathar comes to pick you up into his ship, and he's going to take you to Constan at Tableau, where he has spotted the four, and is preparing for one last assault to stop the end of the world. Oh, yeah, I gotta act totally different now. Shit. Alright, I got this. We're good. Okay. So. I'm basically a one-woman revenge machine at this point. <laughs> I got a lot of people to kill. Let's do this! <laughs> Let's do it. So, you are on board Xanathar's grand ship. It is sailing high through the blood red sky <clears throat> as you're making your way to Constant at Tableau. So far, it has been a day and a half since you've set out on this journey. And all around you, it feels like. The whole world is being torn asunder. Thunderclouds are appearing in every which way. The ethereal winds that guide your sails are practically trying to tear you out of the skies. And only through clever action and 
perseverance have you been able to make it this far, but it looks to be <clears throat> getting difficult from here on out. Xanathar uh, has decided to call a meeting downstairs. He has sent one of his emissaries up to try to round up the six of you and try to bring you all downstairs for a talk. What time of day is it? It's hard to tell because the sky is blood red, but you have the feeling it might be midday. Okay. <clears throat> I basically wanted to know if I was asleep. Because you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it safe to assume? You said it's been a day and a half. Uh, yes. Okay. He said we'd taken a long rest. Okay, okay. I didn't the end of last session. I oh, should probably I pull don't. It up and make yeah. sure. I just want to make sure I'm not, like, at two hit points before we <laughs> do anything. <laughs> Right, uh, totally understand. So much for Stoltis. <laughs> May. Uh, okay, so you said the meeting was... Uh, downstairs, yes. Okay, well, I guess I'll take one last look of the, uh, the surrounding area and head down the stairs. Okay. <clears throat> so you all head down the stairs, and you immediately see a couple of figures. You see... Solomon, Xanthar's right-hand man and wizard. Victor, the so-called man of science in charge of research and technology. And a coterie of other minor servants that are just sort of rearranging certain pictures as the ship is sort of tossing and turning about. Xanthar's kind of looking around with his knuckled sort of... uh, tentacles almost threatening police in a way of saying you know make sure they're all straight or you're getting zapped no pressure (laughs) immediately upon seeing you he says ah good please have a seat we have a lot to discuss before we make landfall tomorrow What kind of chairs are these? Are there chairs? They're very comfortable. It looks like they've been cut out of barrels, but the cushions are made out of a very nice red velvet. Well, I mean, the way I want to sit, I mean, I'm very particular about the way I want to sit, which is just, like, I have shorts on under this dress, by the way, so I'm not flashing anybody, I promise. But the classic, like, I don't know, like an arm over the leg of the chair, or a leg over oh, the chair. I was going to say, I'm totally like about, over like, the edge, like sideways. Classic, classic <laughs> bisexual pose. Because <laughs> we all fucking do that. <laughs> like, we can't sit normally for some reason. Yeah, We're I was going to say, my character ways. is totally sitting like this on the end of the seat. On the chair. Okay, so, so both your legs are over yeah. one of the arms. No, see, I want just, like, one, and then the other one, like, spra- like just sprawled out, yeah, you know? Yeah, gotcha. You know how it is. Anyway, it's hard to describe verbally. Aside from how we're sitting. I, I'm very particular about the way I want to look this. right now, so. Okay. Oh, did we establish if I can still wear my hat with my horns? Um, it's taking it, it took you a couple days, uh, with some of the crew on board, but they managed to sort of wedge and sort of uh, sew your hat in a certain way that uh, the horns don't interfere with it. Awesome. Right on. Because I still want to wear my damn hat. The hat's important. 
I want all those bastards to look me and my hat in the eyes as I murder them. <laughs> well, no, I don't care about seeing the horns through the hat. I just want to wear the hat. It's very important to show them. So, like I said, I'm going to murder my entire crew, and they're going to see the hat, and they're going to respect it before they die. It's going to happen. Kiss the hat. All right, so you all sit down, and he says... Well, we're about to make landfall within tomorrow's time. And in that time, I've had Solomon and some of my smart people try to look over as much as they can about the four and try to stop them. Solomon, do tell what you have to say. Well, I'll first begin by asking, what does everybody here know about the four? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know they embody death, and, well, the death of all things that are living. And each one had to do with some kind of element, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. That's right. They're a combination of four essential elements that led to the creation of the world. There are multiple creation stories, but one thing is for certain, they are a part of it. Essentially, the four were four maidens of ungodly power who came into this world and brought light and darkness, the storm and the fury, as it were. And as they did their respective jobs, they kept the world in harmony for a time. Unfortunately, sometime after that, they were corrupted by the powers of the veil. Nobody knows for certain. But in that time, they began to wreak havoc. And the only way to hide them away was to send them beyond the Shroud of the Veil and to lock them in from out of our world was to use a item called the Stone of Corbinet. <clears throat> the stone that I believe you possess, if I'm correct. <clears throat> well. Glad to such alpha. We did. And, uh, a member of our crew took it upon himself to take it elsewhere. What? And we do not know where he is. We think one of the four <laughs> corrupted him, somehow took over his mind, I don't know. But I don't think it was his mind, but... <laughs> he is just kind of staring at you. His jaw is... Wide open, his eyes are practically bulging, and even Xanathar is kind of like, oh shit. There was nothing we could have done. (laughs) We were stuck in the veil for three months, and we didn't even know it was three months. Oh. Gods. Do you remember our tall orc friend? He may or may not have been naked. It's hard to tell. There's a lot of the red one. That one. I was gonna. I was gonna like be like, well, it isn't me. 
has anyone maybe seen him? Because he wasn't with us in the veil. Master Zantha, wasn't there a report? There was. Victor, wasn't there a report you sent of a red man? Yes. If I remember correctly. Yes, naked. If I remember correctly, he was seen with a woman in white. Fucking Vita. Vita. Well, um. She's one of the four. We're pretty sure. Pretty almost guaranteed. And uh, if he's with her and he has the stone, then. Then Armageddon is practically a day away at this point, if not sooner. Then let's go try to stop it. What do we have? Is there any alcohol here? I am not drunk enough for this kind of a serious conversation. I might actually take up that offer as well. I'm just ready to die. If we're all going to die, I'm at least going to do what I do best. Drink? Of course. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yes, we... I mean, that's one of the things that I do best. Yes. Is Mira in here? I'd wink at her. (laughs) Yeah, Mira is kind of looking... Even... You know, it's hard to tell when animals go pale, but she's definitely gone pale. And <laughs> about the death or about, you're like, probably both. <laughs> she's like, this is not the time. <laughs> like, the fact that Armageddon is basically a day away, if even less, and just the fact that, oh, sh- you know, she's, she's just, her hair is standing on end. Aww. Racist much? (laughs) You want some ear scratches? That's how I calm down Minda when they're a firefighter. I thought you were about to say that's how you calm me down. Scratchy behind the ear. (laughs) (laughs) And you. Sorry. (laughs) Not racist. Hair pets are very nice. So, um, God, um, he says, uh, Xanthar says, uh, we have a bottle of Portillion brandy. I could uh, give you some if you want. <laughs> he sort of twists one of his, uh, tentacles behind him and... You can see that as his tentacle turns around that he's telekinetically taking a bottle and just kind of placing it in front of everybody. Oh, even Xanathar is just like done. Right. He, he doesn't, <laughs> he give doesn't a care shit. anymore. And he kind of telekinetically gets another bottle, real telekinetically <laughs> uncorks it, and just swigs the fucking thing. <laughs> you go, Xanathar. Party rebel. Among you is also Anathema, the oh, I woman, forgot. the uh, woman you rescued from the man with the thistle down hair, and she's she's looking pretty pale too at this point, and mm-hmm. is yeah, it's, it is not the best of meetings. The only person who doesn't look as deeply concerned is probably Victor. He's sort of sitting at his at his chair. Almost musing about something. 
Do, do I, we know? I'm that? drinking. I don't. I shout that wouldn't I mean, pay attention to him. Honestly. If any of you are kind of looking for suspicious behavior, you know, he kind of stands out like a sore thumb. I'm just drinking. I'm indifferent. <clears throat> I feel like Stolzitz is kind of just like looking long what, we got the alcohol. What, what is Victor's uh, title again? Or what is he? He's head of uh, research and development. Do, does Valis know that? Like, yeah, see, uh, you, you were told this the last time you had dinner with uh, Xanathar. And he was actually at the table and started poking around about questions of immortality. Oh, that's right. Because Stoltz so, is like, I don't know anything about trees. <laughs> so, Mr. Victor, you got something to add? You look like you're thinking about something. Mm. I think all the time, really. Well, do you have any input? I mean, you are in charge of research and development, correct? <clears throat> yes. Although research and development is not a title for ending the apocalypse. But do you have any ideas that you could share? Hmm. There is one thing I've been meaning to try. It's been built into the ship, but it hasn't been fully tested. Well, right now, it's either we die or we don't. I was going to say, we got about 24 hours. We die hours. or we die! Either sounds <laughs> Amir just kind of looks at you and is like, why would you say that? <laughs> she just... <laughs> she just sort of puts her eyes on her face and snaps, just like, I am fucking done. Okay, well, I'm trying to play it as if he's really indifferent, though, because well, that's well, what you I said know. is how I take everything now, so I'm like, end of the world, I don't really care. YOLO. <laughs> the only thing I'd be mad about is less people for me to murder at this point, so... Well, if the world ends, there's going to be less people for you to murder. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. the only reason I would be angry, and I haven't thought of that yet. So. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to explain what this thing is? It's what I call a hypermatter engine. That sounds deadly. It could potentially be deadly. The application of the rare element uh, it uses could either speed our progress up tenfold, allowing us to get there within hmm, ten hours, or it could send us the kingdom come within a second. I think that's a risk we're all willing to take. What else are we going to do? Besides drink. Do you mind if I... Sure. Yes. <laughs> you take a swig and the brandy is very strong. It has a very... Sort of an oak barrel taste and the burn is unlike anything you've experienced. But there is a very nice sort of subtle... Um, chestnut sort of note at the end once the liquor is sort of dissipated. If I'm not mistaken, you know, okay, it's also the first drink Stoltus has had since he woke up hungover right. on Shalta's ship. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Very> much. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yep. You uh, came in drunk off your ass and now you're going out. Yes, <laughs> I feel fantastic. So. <clears throat> Victor sort of um, puts his fingers together and sort of thinks a little bit, and he says, uh, Master Xanathar, do you have any objections? Could not hurt to try. It could help. 
or it could blow us up. I would rather it blow us up than four bitches. I hear that. <laughs> as wise as always, Xanathar. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It either works or it's not our problem anymore, so... <laughs> very true. Very true. Well, Victor, do your science stuff and um, get your hyper engine thing going. I'll put some men on it immediately. In the meantime, uh, I wish you good luck, and let's hope that we can get there in time and stop them. Thank you. Uh, Solomon, is there a way to stop them if we get there in time? If we can get there in time, we need to stop um, their ritual. They're going to try to perform a ritual that will tear this world apart and open the veil. We cannot let that happen. The moment they open the veil, it could usher in the most horrible beast the world has ever known, this Theranax individual. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Theranax is the uh, celestial dragon, 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 dragon of yeah. time. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I forgot about that dude. Great. That dude. Yeah, fun times. I should really keep a notebook. <laughs> so, um, what would well, you like us to do in the meantime? Weekly sessions. And right. Sorry, what? Uh, Character-wise, I was just asking, like, ask Saltis, like, what would you like us to do in the meantime? In the meantime, ready yourselves. Grab whatever equipment you need. We have food and provisions and equipment. Do those provisions include more alcohol and is it portable? Yes. We have... Whatever you may need, it's yours. Well... If there's nothing else for us to do here, I think I'm going to return to my chambers, whatever you want to refer to them as. I, uh, I have some reading I need to do. Very good, very good. As do I, as do I. Right. All right, meeting is adjourned. You can go about your places. I want to find a bottle of wine. Uh, make a perception check. Are you looking for any particular vintage? Or? Uh, you know what? I want the best damn wine I've ever had. Okay. You said perception? Yep. Oh, damn. Barefoot it is. Uh, 16. <laughs> Wait, what? 16. 16, okay. You find a very nice bottle of what oh, looks man, to be a blue... I was going to say Arbermist! <laughs> a blue elven grisate. Ooh, that sounds fancy. It, it is very fancy. It's in a crystal blue bottle. Hell yeah. And um, make a make a general knowledge check to see if you know anything about the So wine. general intelligence, or would that be history? Um, yeah, make a history check. Why not? Five, okay. Um, you don't know much about wine, but judging by the fact it's in a blue crystal bottle and the contents look a little bit more 
violet than your average red wine. It's worth a try. It's elven. Are there any glasses to use? Yes, there's a couple of crystal glasses next to the wine. We got two of them. Two of them, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to Stoltis's chamber and share a glass of wine with him. He's my dude. Nature boys. He's my dude. We started as nature boys. We're going out as nature boys. (laughs) I'm gonna. Woo! I'm gonna tuck the uh, small leather thing away. Small leather thing. What is small? What would you like to know? (laughs) (laughs) He's being secretive. I'm being very secretive. Oh, okay. I'm being very secretive. I mean, I'll knock on the door. Okay. I won't just Uh, barge in. I'll stuff the scroll back in my bag and open the door. Okay. What can I, uh, what can I do for you? Well, it looks like we might die. And (laughs) we came into this about the same time, yeah? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. I'm going to pour two glasses of wine. I'm going to give him one. As you pour out the bottle of wine, you realize that just as the crisp, the bottle is crystal blue, so is the wine. Ooh! I hope this doesn't kill me. <laughs> is this like deadly wine? Is this like a mana boost or what? Are we... <laughs> I mean, you're you want to. You got like poison resistance. That's true. I about that. <laughs> Share a glass of like, eh? Kills friends. <laughs> You're turned him into a tree right there! <laughs> Where's Stoltis? Good question! <laughs> Real friends are the ones who get you so drunk you just die. <laughs> I guess I'll take the glass of wine in my hand and I'll make... Pretty fitting for our party, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'll make a comment and be like, you know... After uh, the last time I drank, not including earlier today, uh, I woke up on the ship of the captain and... Uh, it's been an adventure, I guess. It's been something like that. Cheers. Cheers. No, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much just gonna drink the whole thing, I don't care. Okay. I'll savor it, because there's clearly something on my mind. I'll just pour another glass. And, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll sip the second glass, though. As one of you sips it and the other one gulps it, you, you kind of taste a very nice, sweet... <laughs> Taste. It's almost like um, the difference between a Lambrusco and um, what's that white wine? Uh, <laughs> a a Moscato. I have no I know idea what Moscato is, is, at least, yeah. but yeah, no idea what the other one is. Not a wine aficionado. A, lamb- a Lambrusco is like a very fruity wine. Oh, okay. okay. See, oh, yeah. I can't, like, I'm visualizing this and I'm thinking of that. Um, that Vanique stuff, that really oh, yeah, purple, you don't, you purple don't drink, glittery so. shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so you have no idea what it tastes like at all. Oh, yeah. No, I'll tell you a story after this because... Okay, yeah, let's not get to that. <laughs> I actually want to get some, some, some stuff done. My bad. All right. No problem. So it's like, it's a very sweet, not very dry, very wet wine. And it... Water is very wet. <laughs> water is not wet. Is not wet. <laughs> water is totally wet. Anyway, continue. Yeah, it's a very nice glass of wine, and you pour yourself a second glass while Stoltus is sort of savoring his. Did you actually say that you were coming to read something? Yes. Okay. He so what? Had some reading to do with. What'd you come back to read? Um. <clears throat> a uh, an old story. That was passed down from 
the druids that I lived with for a while, and I just wanted a refresher about it. Does it have something to do with the situation we're in? Potentially. Uh, you know we're cult, friends, right? I, I know. Uh, I just don't want to... I don't want to give off any false hope of anything. This is a gamble. It's a fairy tale. It's a gamble mm. that we're even going to survive. That's <sighs> true. We can talk more about this later. Yeah. <clears throat> Save her. Yep. All right, we'll just chill. Probably talk about random shit that doesn't matter. But I gotta, gotta talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta find out. <laughs> oh god. Well, you guys can move on to whoever had them. The okay. Do not want to do anything at the end of the world? Jigger. Millicent is just like fuck all this. Like she went down into the freaking realm that she was in before to sulk because her life was fucking terrible and then she was like okay finally after five years i'm gonna give it a shot and try this world out again and you so know you what your head out and still shit fucking tortured this whole fucking time she's just like end it man bring it on i'm do ready you, do you look very unhappy oh i'm sure i look fucking awful like at this point while you guys are doing your own thing, I've gone to find a place where I can look at the fucking sky and just be away from I, was gonna I don't want to be near anyone. Not even you, because I've seen the change in you. My best oh, friend man. is gone now. Oh. Like, I'm just like... I was going to come give you drugs, but alright. Oh, I thought about looking for drugs. I have some. She oh, does. That's from true. a very, very early session. <laughs> I mean, literally, I was I have my own personal stats. You can always just be like, hey... I'm gonna have some drugs. <laughs> well, she went off. She doesn't want to talk to me, so it's fine. So I mean, I don't. You might n- not know. I don't want to talk true. to you. That's true. That's true. But I also feel like if you just, if you're just not there, I'm not because I'm feeling very indifferent to everything. I'm not yeah. inclined to look for you, which makes me sad because I love Shallow's conflicting emotions, and now I kind of gotta like cut that off a little bit. It's mm-hmm. very difficult, but it's fun. I'm yeah. interested to see where it goes. <laughs> so, Millicent, you're. I assume you're on, like, the bow of the ship. Yeah, that's now. kind of what I was thinking. And in your moment of distress, even uh, Jabberwock kind of takes notice. He's usually kind of... He's usually pretty quiet unless you talk to him. But he takes notice of you and he says, Hey, what's the matter? I mean, everything. Oh, so the oh, world's gonna end tomorrow or today. And so the sky's all red and rivers are bloody. Your friend's like demon now. <laughs> Her girlfriend's kind of indifferent about it. And you're serving some giant some giant multi-eyed tyrant. But, hey, at least you still got Jabberwock. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thanks, Jabberwock. No, I'm not I really don't. making anything better, but at least you're here. No one else is. Well, that's what I'm here for, mostly. It's either that or you can make me a chatterbox, but I don't think you'd like that. <laughs> You're fine the way you are, Jabberwock. Oh, duh. Thanks, heart. doll. Thanks, doll. You know, maybe things will turn out better. We've been through worse before. Well, not worse, but just as bad. And we've turned out all right. Cuts and bruises, whatever. So maybe the end of the world is just not the end of the world. It's just a reinvention. A possibility. Well, I hope yeah, like that in my next form that I'm at least maybe <laughs> <Stick>. happy. 
on the life now. Form. What you're talking about? If the world gets reinvented and the energy or something turns into a whole new world, that hoping at least part of me will end up in it. You know, a little bit of a legacy. Not completely lost. Not completely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just man. like deep. Out of character, Millicent is freaking emo as hell right now. I know, now. dude. I know. I feel it. She's it's so beautiful. sad. Well, maybe if we save the world, there will be a legacy for all of us involved. Who knows? Maybe people will finally cheer on a multi-eyed beast of destruction. <laughs> they could blink at you and turn you into ash. Who knows? They might just. Carry his hovering ass through the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and he hovers. Well, of course, he doesn't have legs. God, yeah. I don't even want to think about the whole different legs. Get that image on my head. But they <laughs> have to be like those pictures of Kirby, but with human feet. But now, is it like a hairy man's legs or like no, a slick, stop. like, woman's leg? In fishnets? Like Patrick said. Patrick said it! <laughs> oh my god! It's horrible! We need John to draw it now. <laughs> Somebody message him. I'll do it right now. You can call it beauty is in the eye of the just this explosion of why you hear energy sort of crackling and you feel the hairs on the back of your neck start to tingle and even Jabberwock is like what the fuck is going on? All I can think is it's made out of these twisty, turny, tiny, whiny stuff. <laughs> Wibbly, wobbly, tiny, whiny. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. It's okay. I'll forgive you. And all of a sudden, you feel the ship begin to lurch slightly, and then, whoosh! The wind is just caught in your hair. speed. And, yeah, it's almost ludicrous <laughs> speed, for God's They've sakes. They've gone plaid. <laughs> I'd like one hand on my hat so I don't lose it, and I want to hold Amira's hand with my other hand. Aww. If that's possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're kind of... Walking up to the stairs to... Maybe a different one, not heartless, damn it. Absolutely. 
And the ship kind of lurches, and Amir is about to kind of stumble away. You grab your hat, you grab her, and the ship is now going ludicrously fast. Eventually, it teeters out to where it's not as roller coaster, per se, but it's still very fast, and the wind is just beating at you. And Jabberwock is still like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I haven't found anything like that in ages. Not since the creepy guy with the white hair picked me up and sent me through a fucking mirror. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus, man. Jabberwock got something. Gonna, gonna clench my fists a little bit. That's not good. What the? What do you think that was, Millie? Millie. Um, I was gonna cry. <laughs> If I had to guess, I'd say maybe we've made it to the veil area. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, it happened just about as when that that noise, that ruckus started, the com- the the kaboom and the and the gears and the whining, and all of a sudden the it felt like it felt like dust had touched the atmosphere again. Out game, do I know what he's talking about? Like, make your make your arcana check. Yeah, you might as a I don't know. <laughs> Not with that roll, I don't. <laughs> Eight. You're trying to think as to what he's talking about. You think maybe words are overloading him or something, but the f- image that comes to your mind is like dust and it's hitting the atmosphere, like the gray powdery stuff that's in It sounds like nonsense. It sounds like somebody had given him, slipped him a mickey or something, and he's just babbling on about God knows what. Rock, I don't know what you're talking about. Dust! <coughs> yeah, you, oh. Do you not know what dust is? I mean, obviously not, since I'm asking you. Okay, well... Picture this. It ain't like, like, gray dust. You know, like the stuff you take off the shelf, you know, when you're dusting. Or, you know, the stuff that forms on wine bottles when you're at the, when you're at the wine cellar or something. This is like, it's hard to explain. It's like, sprinklings of particulate mumble jumbo I don't know the words to put it exactly but it's like magic it's like intense ancient magic energy okay and all of a sudden that just shifted right up my staff into my skull and you felt it too well I felt you feel it the prickling on the back of your neck Whatever that Victor guy just did with that engine, he's messing with stuff. He's lucky we didn't all fucking die. Um, can I go find Victor? Yes, you can. Um, make a investigation check. 16. Okay, it takes you a little while to navigate through the ship, but you eventually spot him outside of what looks to be the compartment holding this massive engine at the back of the ship. 
it's not really a loud hum coming out. You would expect a lot more noise, but it's almost like the quiet whisper of wind coming out. But all around is this aura of, like, purple energy. Okay. I want to approach him. Can I tell anything about what the machine is at all? Like It looks like a mass of tubes linked up to gears and gizmos, valves and indicators. It's unlike anything you've ever seen before. You yeah. make a make a knowledge check. Eleven. Yeah, it's it's some sort of machine. You get that. And it's an engine of some sort, but as to the fine details of it, it, it escapes you. Okay. Well, I want to go up to Victor and, I guess, try to ask him something. <laughs> okay. And just as you approach him, he notices you. He says, brilliant, isn't it? Years of hard work. I didn't even think it would work. Can you explain to me what it does? It is a particle matter accelerator. So that means... What do you know about particles? I mean, not a whole lot. That's not exactly my area of expertise. Right. Picture in your mind tiny bits of luminescent dust. All around us, invisible but ever-present, they make up the fine filaments of the universe. Now, this machine is designed with special components to accelerate those particles in such a way as to create an intense amount of energy and thrust. Interesting. So what does that do for us? What is the benefit of doing that? <laughs> We're going faster. So that's basically all it is, is something to make the ship go faster? Yes, it's a particle acceleration engine. There are no repercussions of using this kind of machine? Well, the only repercussion would have been our potential death had the amount of matter not been able to sufficiently escape. That makes sense, I suppose. It just gave me an uncomfortable feeling. I wasn't sure I wanted to come talk with you about it. Well, I enjoy educating people on things they do not fully comprehend or understand. Well, thank you. I'll leave. I just wanted to know that. <laughs> I came down there to interrogate him a little bit. Okay, bye. <laughs> Like I said, I don't really want to talk to anyone right now. I just had to confront that feeling. I couldn't just be like, oh yeah, this is all normal. Of course, of course. Anytime you need to ask another question, I won't be too far. As you leave, uh, Jabberwocky kind of uh, whispers to you, fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll laugh. <laughs> all right, uh, Shautha, Amira, what are you up to? Um, I well, figured we were probably 
Well, I mean, we just went very fast. We've probably been drinking prior to that. At least I had. I can't speak for Amira, but I mean, we tend to drink together, so. I don't she know if she's been... drinking the same thing as me, because I know she likes her purpley drink, but. Uh, I I feel like I'm. Shautha is pretty much just kind of anxious, waiting to be able to start attacking anything, but is keeping her cool for right now. <coughs> she doesn't like she's not like I'm very interested in what's going on, but I feel like she's not, if that makes sense. And it's very difficult to be trying to play a character that has different wants than me right now. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? But um Yeah, Mira's been kind of sipping at uh, the brandy you brought up. She's not really like drinking it as you are, but she's oh yeah, just I mean I want to be it. pretty buzzed. Like I don't want to be drunk, drunk, but you're getting you're getting there. Your metabolism is starting to fail in that aspect, and you're starting to feel a tingle. Cool. And she sort of, I are you sitting in your room at all, or would you have gone to your cabin, your quarters? Uh yeah, probably until we're ready to disembark. Probably would. Alright. Go to my own space, just kind of. She sort of uh, sits there and sort of holds the drink in her hand, and um, she seems kind of despondent, almost, kind of away as she sort of casually sips the brandy. Well, Shelf was already awkward about that kind of stuff, and now, other than rage. She pretty much is also kind of despondent, so we're probably sitting there real awkwardly right about now. <laughs> and if Amira wants to talk to me, she's more than welcome to. Like, I don't want her to feel, I don't want to see her show. the afterlife. Yeah. yeah. And that's awkward too, yeah, because, like, she died, and my character came to peace with that, and then she's back, and that messed me up. And then we were, like, on a good page, and then I had to go and, you know, make a deal with the demons, so our, our relationship is a little rocky right now, I think. It's, it's been a fucking rollercoaster <laughs> of a relationship. Has. It really has. Ugh. Eventually she's... But I, a- I don't think, like, I'm completely... I, I, I mean, this is up to you, too, because you, you were the demon, you know, and made the deal. I don't think I'm completely zapped of emotion. I'm just, like you said, I'm really indifferent about a lot of stuff, so... I feel like I probably don't pick up on other emotions really well, and like, You're whereas sort of, Shalfa normally is very passionate and like takes control, I feel like it's just kind of like, now, you know, now I have like a boss with the demon, I have to do what he wants of me, and that's weird for me, so that's a whole psychological mess going on up here Yeah, right it's, <laughs> it's, this, it's the emotional equivalent of somebody putting a cork on a volcano. Okay. Cool. So it's like building up. But it's it's like there is pressure, there is burning, yeah. there is rage and explosion, but it's all being suppressed, and okay. it's it's the difference between numb and exploding. Okay. And eventually, Amira kind of looks up from her glass and says, "Do you know what I hate more than anything in this world? Demons." I actually don't. <laughs> Awkward silences. Ooh. Then maybe we shouldn't be silent. 
I just don't know what to talk about. I mean, the world's coming to an end, and fear is something I'm not really well in tuned with. It's it's foreign to me in a lot of ways. I've been scared, but at the same time, instead of feeling repressed by it, I feel sort of, it's like a survival instinct comes mm -hmm. up and I'm afraid. And I have to push aside the fear in order to survive. I don't feel that now. <clears throat> and it scares me. I'd like to reach out and put my hand on her hand in like a comforting gesture. As you do that, she literally grabs your hand and just squeezes it. I'll like rub my thumb over like her, I don't know, do they have paws? Do they have hands? It's like a paw hand. Yeah, a like pan. basically a furry <laughs> hand. Yeah. She's got opposable thumbs, I presume, since she mm -hmm. can shoot a gun, so that's fine. Um, never really thought about that detail before, but now, now we know. <laughs> now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Yep. And, uh, I think I'm actually gonna put my liquor down. It shows that I'm pretty serious. And I'm gonna take my hat off. Put it on the table. And she's gonna have, like, a real heart-to-heart -heart with her. And i just like to tell her... I've never been good with words or feelings. But no matter what happens, I will always feel the same way about you. Whether it's the end of the world or we come out the other side like we always do. All I know is it's you and me. And we're going to be okay. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. She I always uh, have. She gets up, puts her drink down, sits down in your lap, and just holds on to you. Yep, I'm just gonna. Curls up into you and just. On the one hand, she's smiling, but on the other hand, tears start to cascade down her face. On the one hand, you've made her very happy, but at the same time, she's scared about the future. Yeah. And as the room feels like it grows distant around you, as you hold each other in each other's arms, you hear the sound of thunder. Millicent, you're back up on deck and you can see it dead ahead. A rogue, rolling cloud of thunder coming down out of the sky. In the distance is a large landmass. It may just be constant at tableau. In the silhouette of the clouds as lightning flashes, you see what looks to be a giant ship. Oh, great coming down. Alright. 
Um, I'm gonna go try to find Shalfa to tell her what I've seen. Alright. It takes you a little while and you go to her cabin. What do you do? Um, I guess. Knock on the door. It's open. I'll peek in. Shalfa, I think you're gonna wanna come see what I just saw. Looks like shit. Take up my head. Put it back on. Do you know where the others are? Uh, I haven't checked in with anybody. I've been uh, with your lover, I'm sure. Is that like? Can I can I tell if there's any kind of like attitude or tone in that in that voice? Insight check. I'm not I'm not sure. How long has it been like since we first started? Like. I'd say, going on now, it's been about, like, 20 minutes, maybe. Okay, so we're probably still talking. Just chilling, drinking. Uh, 16, because I have a minus one to insight. Yeah, you get the sense that there's a little bit of sarcasm there. Well, I mean, was that your intention, to be Oh, sarcastic? yeah, no, okay. she's... I want to make sure right. I'm getting the right... She feels a little mm-hmm. neglected, like she's been there with you from the beginning, and now you've got this girl that you like, and... I don't have romantic feelings. Right, I just, no. You're my BFF and you haven't even cared to see like where I was or like if I was okay and you're so different. I'm jealous of your little cat girlfriend. No. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, well, you know, I'm basically gonna kind of like pat Mira on the back and help her up out of my lap and I can tell there's a little bit of, a little bit of sarcasm, maybe a little animosity there, but I put on my hat and I grab the rest of that bottle of brandy. And, uh, well, I say we better go have a look, then. Amir sort of, uh, clears herself up. Right, I'll get my gun. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll step out into the hall with Millicent, since she just kind of peeked her head in. Um, I feel like I don't really know what to say. Don't want to start like a whole, are you mad at me? I feel like you're mad at me thing right now. <laughs> I mean, I, when there's some more pressing matters, but there's definitely like a I don't, awkward. <laughs> I don't feel like I would necessarily give you the that time much. to yeah. say something. Because yeah. I'm getting your attention, and then as soon as I know you're following me, I'm just okay. heading out. Yeah, that works. All right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll follow you, and I guess we'll... Um, Try to figure out where the rest of the party is at. Okay. Um, do a quick investigation check. Should I roll? Should roll with advantage, maybe because I'm yeah. If you're if if she's helping them, roll with advantage. All right. Well, let's hope this one's better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the second one was a fourteen. The first one was a two. So let me see if I get any pluses. Plus zero, so 14. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't take you too long. You eventually find the cabin where you think Stoltis is staying and give a quick knock. Yeah. Sorry, I'm actually my artist who had commissioned just messaged me with a, like a, a prototype and I just was responding real quick so they can fix it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would just... Uh, <coughs> Oh, it's way too quiet. There's a table. <laughs> I would look to Elsie like, 
Bet yes. You, I bet you two pieces of copper. That's the captain. Yes, captain, come in. Open the door here. I didn't shake on anything. That's <laughs> what can we help you with? Well, uh, Milson said there's something that we better see. Is it red? I'm tired of seeing the color red. I, I don't know what it is. She didn't fill me in on the details. I just figured I'd get everybody together because that's kind of part of the, you know. And as you're kind of awkwardly thing. trying to convince them to come with you, the peal of thunder starts to grow louder to the point where it starts to shake the ship. I'm going to grab my, my staff and like push past her and walk out. Oh, everyone's being mean to me! <laughs> I, I'm not going to be mean This isn't, like, directed at you, but as I'm walking away, I'm going to, like, look at the glass go, huh, and just kind of chuck it behind me while I'm walking away. <laughs> it wasn't, like, a mean thing. I'm just, like... I'm like, no, but Shelta is feeling very isolated from everybody because, like, she's kind of mad, and I understand outgame everybody's feelings, but Shelta's like, look, I made this deal with this demon to fucking save everybody, and I did this to save the world, and everyone's treating me like shit because of it. So it kind of sucks. I mean, yeah, okay, that's not what I'm doing at all. There's definitely a lot of my mind right now. deserted <laughs> me and murdered my right-hand dude, and man, I got a lot of sadness right now. <laughs> yeah, but you becoming a demon thing wasn't to save the world. It was to be selfish because you want to get does Shalva think that way though? She probably thinks she's saving the world because she hates the thistle down or yeah, the yeah. down hair so much. Hey, I said out game, I totally understand where you're coming from, but in game <laughs> Shalva's mad! <laughs> what else is new? Who else found Shalva? <laughs> Just gonna play like the Seinfeld bass riff anytime you get mad about all right, let's go look at this. <laughs> all right, so you all rush out and look at this thing, and already on the deck you see Anathema has already come out and pulled out what looks like a spyglass. Where she got it? Probably stole it. <laughs> and she's already looking out towards this massive black cloud with lightning just streaking every which way. And in, like you saw before, Millicent, it's the ship. And you guys are getting closer and closer to it. And you see that it is massive. I'm going to go on a limb and assume that's the base of operations. Well, Captain, Hmm. what are your thoughts? At this point, I'm ready to just smash. Wait, you don't want to try talking first? Maybe they'll have a cup of tea with us. <laughs> As you say that, a lightning bolt from the cloud strikes the ship, and where that lightning bolt has struck is this giant trident. Ooh. Oh! Oh! Hell no! <laughs> and attached to the trident is a woman dressed in what looks like aqua-tattered cloth with scale armor and a scale-laced skirt. She rises up, pulls the triangle out of the deck of the ship, and just places it down. She looks like a fierce, red-headed, lesbian King Triton. Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) Things that work out with Prince Eric. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm in danger. (laughs) 
I'm in danger. Uh, Saltus is gonna. Uh, Saltus doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's just like. You know, I don't know I, whether I'm terrified or aroused. Well, I since, it's like, well, I guess since the oceans are all bloody now, that's somewhere the tritons have to go, right? I'm gonna draw one when I reappears. Who are you to come here, our place of being? Why don't you tell us who you are? Are you guys causing all this bullshit? If you mean we are bringing about the end, then yes. Question, uh... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Question, this might be a dumb one, but, uh... If it's the end, then there's... Like, you end too, right? Like, what's the benefit here? The benefit is that we... Fulfill our charge. When we first crossed the veil, we were touched by its power. And we knew the truth. Okay, but, uh... What if you didn't? <laughs> I'm just gonna look at Shuffle like, what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> if I did not know what? Like, what if I, you're talking about this whole you must end the world thing because you know all this. I don't fucking know, but uh. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> how about we just don't do that and everybody goes on their merry way? <laughs> Can't we settle this over a pint? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right then. Well, I, rolled <laughs> I rolled a fourteen, but I gotta check on my persuasion. It's a plus <coughs> one, so it's a fifteen. Okay. Okay. Crisis averted. Good job, Shelba. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a very difficult check. I, I highly doubt she, a fifteen. She is kind of looks at you and she says does not matter now if indeed we have not known the truth. What matters is that we now know the truth. And what truth is that? That we have been deceived, that life is an illusion, and that all must come to an end. (laughs) Really, do you know anything about life? How long have you been here with us? 468,956 years. Wilson's gonna laugh out loud at that. 100% like cackle. Have you experienced any of the finer joys in life? When we were young, yes. But we found the veil. You don't look so great about this veil. You see, I walk down the streets and I see all these great people having a fantastic time with their life, actually enjoying it. And that is what life is. Cuts you to know blood in the streets and skies <laughs> and people screaming and things on fire. Wait, you know I'm what? walking on sunshine. <laughs> you know what I had on the way here? I had some of the best damn wine I've ever had. And you know what's even great, greater than that? The fact that I know there's a better wine out there. And I'm going to have that better wine one day. Her eyes roll into the back of her head. <laughs> And shut from up, out, shut of her, up. out of her forehead comes the large <laughs> that you saw Vita unleash during the golden wedding. This large purple mass grows on her forehead and out of it is this yellow eye. And in an almost demonic voice, she says, The veil is the truth. Can I throw up? 
Um, make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh my god, this is such like a what? Like... I've been drinking a lot and that was nasty. <laughs> okay, but how many times has, has Stoltz just straight up like... <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> well, I got an unnatural 22. I mean, you feel it in the back of your throat, the bile, but it just won't come out. It's like you were so sick and, and terrified... Your body does not know how to react. Oh it's man, either do I like, gotta swallow it? That's nasty. <laughs> That's what she it's, said. It's like just at the back of your <laughs> throat, and you're just like. Oh, yeah, but you can do two things. Just keep going. It's coming. <laughs> Phrasing! <laughs> oh, I love you guys. I'm oh, sorry, too. Tyler. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're laughing far too much for this potentially being the end. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta go out with a bang. Listen, you may think your veil veils the truth, but I know many truths, and the veil ain't one of them. Then you know nothing. Probably. You know one of your uh, lords of the veil. He actually wants us to stop you, so it makes you right. Make a persuasion. Uh, twenty-eight. I get a plus nine, dude. And I got a 19. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> she almost looks at you sort of suspicious. Who? I don't know. We know him by the gentleman, I guess. He doesn't want anything to do with your shit, though. So why, why is your viewing of the veil so much better? Because it is. <laughs> Because I said so. <laughs> well, that's some fucked up ideology right there. Have you ever stopped to think for once that maybe you're wrong? <clears throat> it's hard to keep a straight face, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard to believe how sassy Valis is towards everybody. It's like, hey, guess what? You're stupid. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I just want to go home, eat some pizza rolls, and watch The Office. Come on. I'm probably still a little buzzed from the wine, too, so. Probably. She just sort of looks at you and says. Yeah, we're all drunk and just being like, hey, baby, don't destroy the world. And she's just like, you people are fucking dumb. And with that, she sort of taps her trident and says, turn around and leave us be. Or you will die. We're gonna die either way. She's not wrong. I'm just gonna point at her and be like, yeah! <laughs> I love this shit. We're gonna either die out. now or die later. Why would I want to postpone it? That makes no sense. <laughs> so gonna be when, like, when the dude, four underestimate okay. the millennial urge to <laughs> fucking die. Fucking <laughs> do it, mate. <laughs> I'm going to end the world. Fine, fucking do it! See if I care. You shut down Club Penguin. <laughs> Fly be all fucking mysterious, see if I fucking care. We might die here, yes, but... I'd rather see you die first. Ooh. Is that an audible oom from all of us? chance soon enough. What? that, she taps down the trident, and in another lightning bolt, she... Disappears. Come on! <laughs> I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna walk up this balance and put a hand on his shoulder. It's like you might have had too much to drink. 
She'll get her fucking dude. He's had just enough to drink. Captain, no. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> and what's worse than a rapist? A child, no. <laughs> a child. <laughs> oh my god. Let's go kill us some bitches. Alright, so... It's about time. Damn, that does look really cool. Okay, so yeah, a few more minutes pass by. Minutes, sorry, it's okay. Oh, no. uh, a few more minutes pass by, it's and okay. finally you start to make landfall, and you land in what looks to be a port town of Constant at Tableau. Oh my God, there's a hummingbird out there. <gasps> Squirrel. It's right next to those hiker lilies. Oh, I see it. That's so cute. Sorry, yeah, listeners, there's a hummingbird. It's cute. You always have to stop and look at hummingbirds. Excellent. I love him. Is or it her. still there? Yeah. Yes. I'm coming! <coughs> hey, you can continue over. talking while they're doing that. Yeah, we're listening, oh. Tyler. Okay. I almost died from the hummingbird once. <gasps> Baby. Cute little friend, though. Hello, friend. Oh, my little wings. Or hers, I don't know. <coughs> so... You make landfall in what looks to be a poor city of constant et tableau. The sailors keep calling it uh, Nashuren. You make landfall, get everything docked and procedured. In front of you, the town is suffering. Wind has torn down some of the shingles off of some of the houses. Thatching is coming off of the roofs. It's a mess out here. People are sort of cowering in terror. Uh, one of them comes to you and says, You should have turned back! It's not safe here anymore! It will be once we're done. I hope so. I really do hope so. Be careful. Tread lightly. Even the elves have... The elves have gone pale and... How's that different than any other day? <laughs> it's... That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> and he just... I've never seen them like this. They're... They're frightened. If I know anything about elves, it's that it takes something to frighten an elf. Well... <clears throat> where should we go? A ritual. I'm sure you've seen it. Where? I... I saw a couple of uh, figures heading towards the center of the forest. Not too far from here. Can I look around and see if there's any, like, lights or hear for noises or any kind of, like, things that may seem Make unnatural a... that would lead us to believe it's in that direction? Make a nature check. Oh, I think I'm good at those. I am. Well, I rolled a 15, and I gotta check my, my pluses. 18. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that there's a sort of... It's it's weird. It's, it's this very weird feeling of the air is getting denser. Mm. And you feel like if you step forward far enough, you'll find the densest point of whatever is going on here. 
it's tingling at the back of your sort of feral senses, this feeling. Okay. Well, I will uh, do the classic shout of spit on the ground and then be like, <clears throat> something unnatural is going on that way. There's a lot of unnatural stuff happening all around us, Captain. This is different. And that's where we need to go. Just my hat. <laughs> and start, I guess, basically using my body like a compass to try to follow the path <coughs> of dense atoms. Okay. So, you follow along. <gasps> it's all of you with Amira and Anathema. And even Xanathar says... <gasps> I'll be with you shortly. Oh, shit. That was out of game. Johnson is going, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, she probably would. But Spaghetti not. and meatball man's coming. <laughs> uh, well, let's All right. on, little doggies. So you head on a little ways, and all the while, Anathema's quietly trying to work on something. You know, she's mixing a couple of ingredients, putting things together, mm. some sparse little potion or whatever. Mm. And eventually she pours it out into, what is it, uh, six little vials. She says, you might want to drink this. It'll help keep our strength up. What, what is it? Potion of established strength. It's my own recipe. I'm gonna die either way. Can't hurt. Me as well. I'm gonna throw it back and. Right. Oh man, one of those rings that we all have. I know we got rings, but yeah, I don't have them rings down. Um, it is. No, something good. So I want to remember that. Too. Ring of spell turning and wing innovation. I just have a ring of evasion. I don't have okay. spell turning. Oh, that's right. Cause you bought the spell turning. Ring. I did. Okay. Sorry, please continue. Okay. So, um, as you continue on, you kind of drink the potion. It has a sort of herbal mintiness to it. Cute. Can I chase it down with this brandy? <laughs> sure, go ahead. Excellent. Doesn't really taste all that good. The mint doesn't really mingle well with the brandy, but... It's fine. Yeah. If you don't care, you don't care. You follow your way for a long time, and eventually you find your way into a clearing. You see light coming out of a hole in the ground, and gathered around are a few figures, three women, and what looks to be a very large male Shadow. Wait, so three women? Three women. Do any of them match the aqua bitch? You see the aqua lady. You see Vita. And you see another uh, female. She's dressed in a long orange robe. Does the shadowy one resemble a certain orc I might know? I was also about to say, do we recognize... Okay, I would like 
Wait, what was his name again? It's not Garouk. It was, uh... Uh... It was... No, it was Garouk. It was Garouk. Was it Garouk? Yeah, it was Garouk. Okay. Oh, yeah. Really I'm really actually, like, oh, okay. pissed, so as soon as, as soon as I recognize him, I just went like, Garouk! <laughs> I've come to bargain! <laughs> <laughs> he turns around. Yeah. Where's the orb? It's in the center of this big light. Well, give it back! No! <laughs> yeah, that Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me! Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me! Bum, 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 cut! <laughs> Look, man, you don't have to do this. I do have to do this. Why? Because I'm half demon, you dumbass. Okay, what about it's the other half? It's our choices who make us who we are! <laughs> You realize what you're doing, right? You may be half a demon, but you're 100% an asshole! Daddy! <laughs> ah! Well, fuck you, bitch. Oh. Oh, like hell no! no. <laughs> She's hacking and whacking and smacking. <laughs> Look, we want to try to resolve this without anybody else you getting hurt. You want to do this the old-fashioned way? Captain, wait. Please. I bested you once. I bet I could do it in half oh, the time. Bill said, help me. I'm gonna let her do it. Take off my hat. Let him see my fucking horns now. Because You're only half a demon, bitch. <laughs> he kind of steps back a little bit. It's just like, what the fuck? And Vita turns around and says, It's so good of you to come. You've brought us so close to our goal. And now, you've brought us even closer. Explain. Who's the fourth bitch? Sister. Is it anathema? <gasps> she steps forward. No! Bitch! <laughs> I saved that bitch! You did. Motherfucking! <laughs> Can I try to strangle her? What did you I, give us? I need you all to make a constitution saving throw no. right now. Big oof. I'm so mad right now. Okay, and literally everyone I fucking tried to save or help has betrayed me. 12, 16. <laughs> 8, 15. Okay, what was yours again then? 12. 12. 8. 8. 16. 16. 15. 15. Okay. So, and yours was 15? 12. 12. 12. Okay, 12 and 8. Okay, so you two, because you rolled a five, you kind of stop where you are. You're almost kind of frozen in place. Your legs sort of tense up. You feel really sick to your stomach, Gross. and you kind of tumble down to the ground and just hold your gut. You two are presently kind of fine. A little woozy, so you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. As a... This strange sort of potion kind of takes hold. It's not a poison per se. Shut <laughs> Always gotta find a way around it. Yeah, I do. Bitch. I do. Well. <clears throat> and Anathema steps forward and she turns back and her eyes are rolled up and the purple yellow eye is showing through her forehead. Now you can puke. <laughs> I'm getting out of your system. <laughs> I am so glad you led me to them. 
I couldn't have done it without you. Traitors, cut! <laughs> Jesus. Alright. <clears throat> now what? Just gonna end the world? Yes. And you will watch. I'd like to try to, like, grab her <laughs> in some way. Okay. Um, make an attack roll at disadvantage. Okay. And it's just, like, an unarmed one? Mm-hmm. Because I'm just trying to grab her? Yep. Okay. Okay, now I also have a question. Yes. Because... My strength is normally a plus five, but yes. now when I made the deal with the demon, you said it's a plus ten. Yes. Do I still get my proficiency on top of that, or is that included in the plus ten? Included. Okay, so it's just a straight plus ten. That's why I want to make sure, because I was a plus eight before the deal with the demon. Right. And then I wanted, my writing it down was a little fuzzy, so I wanted to make sure we were on the same page. So. Right. Okay. Well, that's a twenty-three. And that's an unnatural 20. Oh, fuck. So, <laughs> the unnatural 20 is the, is the lower, so that's the disadvantage. Okay, so, yeah, you do eventually, you do charge ahead despite your kind of wooziness, and you grab a hold of her, and you feel, you start to sort of strangle her. So make a, roll a d4, I think it is. Yeah, d4 for her. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to find one. I have one in here. It's just hiding. You're good. Are you talking about for unarmed damage? Yeah. Minus. Well, unarmed damage is just one plus your strength modifier, unless you're a monk. Oh. I found that out when I was playing a monk. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, but it's your campaign, so you do what you want. I'm just saying. But we'll stick with the D4. Four. Check it. It's there. I want to make sure it shows them that yeah. way. Okay. okay. I don't know if I get any, like, my strength plus or anything with it, or just the four, but either way, I, I do, I rolled a four, so. Okay, yeah. So, you're choking her, and she's starting to kind of gag. And then Garuk uh, approaches you, as do uh, two other figures uh, coming out from behind the trees. I need everybody to please roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Advantage on initiative rolls. Okay, so twenty-five to twenty. Twenty-one. Okay, twenty-one. Oh. Okay, so which of you wants to go first then? Rock paper scissors. Three. One, two, three. Oh. 
Well, fine. I'll go first. Okay. So. Well, this is happening. I'm going to go refill Shut my beverage. Oh, I was going to say, I need a drink. Drag. Oh. You just bring down the Sprite. Yeah. I don't wait for him to remember. Okay. And let's see. 20 to 15. 15 to 10. Oh, we fucked. Oh, no. 10 to 5. 9. 9. Oh, and I got a 7. Okay. Seven. Nine and seven, okay. But it was an at one, so that helps. Great. Gets that out of the way, hopefully I don't get another one. Right! We need to have cake. Oh, I forgot about that. And we'll do that seven. after we all get slaughtered. <laughs> this is seven, and me right is... This is no way to figure out how to navigate all this again. Maybe we can have it after we see what happens during this combat. Is it? Wait. Okay, is this still like stormy and lightning y and shit? Oh, yeah, it's, it's red skies, storming and lightning. Oh, right. <laughs> saying that to each other when we're like being gay telling each other positive things and then like reaffirming good things about each other and Duh. I think that's awesome we're gonna get a rock and put it in our bar you two are so cute like I know it's like the most powerful spell I have in here well second third last most powerful spell but I think it's a good way to start off <laughs> Since it hit. Okay, actually, I'm not really evolved, so it's more. Alright, just a moment, I'm getting everything all set up. Sorry for the wait. You're good. Why is it not showing? Did they like update the website or something? Because none of my attacks are actually showing up in my actions anymore. I was having issues at the beginning. Um, I mean, mine are right here. It just it doesn't show like my uh, attacks anymore. Did you go to the attack portion? Yeah, it should have like 
It may, you may not have like those items equipped right now. It, everything's equipped. What are you trying to do? Well, like my spells show up under my spell stuff, but here, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Because I don't have under spells. my actions and stuff. It should show. It's before it showed where that was on my uh, actions. This tab. is why I like. What are you trying to pull up? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? What are you trying to pull up? Well, not that I was just. It's just easier to keep track of it when it's all in the same thing instead of jumping between the two. But it's no big deal. I'll figure it out. It's no big deal. Yeah, they're all prepared. It's fucking fine. Okay. Yeah, that's great. That that's okay. I think right. they must have changed the website or something a little bit. I don't think so. Either way. All right, Mr. Butler, let's do all it. Right, let's do this. Pumped. So, uh, Stoltus, you're up first. Cool. How far away were we from the group of them? Um, I would say that the three of them are, well... Four, because what's-his-nuts is there, too, right? Well, Anathema is, but she's closer to you. So, the three of them are probably about ten feet away. Perfect. And Anathema is, like, close to three feet away at this point. Okay, are they all relatively close to each other, though, the three of them? Cool. Then, uh, I'm gonna start this off, like, a going ham because I'm pissed. I'm going to target uh, Garuk and cast uh, Call Lightning. And oh, okay. uh, that uh, <laughs> it says the court, uh, storm cloud of pleaders, blah, 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 blah. But at the bottom it says that under conditions in which there's already a storm, which there is, you roll an additional d10. So I roll 4d10 damage for that. Oh, uh, and it hits shit. everything within a five, five uh, foot radius. So if they're all like right there, I'm aiming for Garuk because I'm pissed at him. So I would like to do that. Okay. At the fourth level. <laughs> Very good. Roll to attack. Okay. Or whatever the condition is. Y'all want to get smoked? You want to get it. Yeah, is it an attack roll or is it a save or anything? Uh, hold on. How does it read? Because you want to make sure. The spell fails, yada yada yada. Uh, you choose a point you can see, bolt landing flashes down, and or flashes down from the cloud to that point. Each creature within a five foot... Uh, of that point must take a de- dexterity saving throw. So you don't even roll anything. Yeah, so, so they just make a dex save. Oh, they make a dex save. Then, okay. fuck yeah. Does it do half on a success? Uh, creature takes 3d10 t- damage on a failed save, or half on a successful. So, 4d10, or half of that. Here's 4d10. Okay. Um, and I know Garuk and the other two were approaching me. I don't know how close right. they are well, to hold, me. He said they were about 10 feet from us. Okay. Yeah. So I just didn't know because I had like charged after an app and then so started struggling or I wasn't sure if I needed to make a save or not. So you need to get a save of Dex fourteen, Tyler, for any of them. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do that right now. Okay. On, you got it. Stoltus is pissed, man. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger, because I'm on the ground dying. <laughs> oh, you guys are so screwed now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Anyone? Yeah! Group rolled an unnatural. We're showing 20. up in Wakanda, Shit. like. That's fine. What about the other three or other two that are? You here? can just um, roll it up now. I mean. Oh! 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 Those are lower numbers than I was hoping. Those for. are. As for 
The other three, they rolled That's in this order. That's 17. A nine, an eight, and a six. So those three all get zapped. Uh, so they're going to all take 17 damage, and Garuk is going to take eight damage. Okay. Eight. Yeah, because I think it is. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Here, I need one more because it's uh, a fourth level spell, so I get one more d10. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Give me one second. No problem. I didn't read that part. Let's get another 10. How about that? That's a two. So, 19 damage for everybody except for Garuk who gets eight damage. Or, I'm sorry. That math is nine damage. Nine damage. Okay, so minus another one for Garuk. Oop, 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 oop. Thank you, Nick. You're welcome. It's much easier. You can hold on to him because I don't even use D-tons. In case you do that again. Okay. I might. Because I can do one more of that that caliber. Okay. It's a potential for 40 damage. Yeah. (laughs) Smite it on one Somewhere between 4 and 40. (laughs) (laughs) And how much do the three of them get? Uh, 19. 19 down? Yes, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, because you get your bonus. Okay. Magnificent. The uh, okay, so I can either go with that or I can go with the Guardian of Nature, which literally transforms you into a fucking nature guardian. <laughs> Those are my highest level. Oh, the spells. treant type. Basically, yeah. yeah, a primal beast or, or a great tree. So you hear the so three of them sort of cry out in uh, anguish, and group just sort of takes the takes a bit of it, and he keeps uh, charging at you. Oh, fuck. Uh, Shalfa, you're still up, and you have anathema. Well, she's choking. Um, would I be able to, like, if I'm, if I'm holding her choking, would I be able to have access to one of my weapons, or would I just still have to use, like... Um, I'll say... You can use this action to make a strength check to see if you can just hold on to her and pull out your weapon. Okay. But you can also do two in one round, right? Two actions per round? Yeah, I have multiple Okay, so, attacks, so roll roll to see if you can hold on to her okay. and then pull out your weapon. What weapon are you going to pull out? I'm curious. I was going to pull out my, um, my, my magic axe. Okay. Well, 29. <laughs> yeah, you you got sort, it. <laughs> you just sort of take one hand off and hold her aside and pull out your axe in the other. You can make an attack roll against her. Smack okay. it right into her right into her skull. Right between the eye. And I'll say that at this eye. point, because she's grappled, I'll say roll with advantage. There you go. I can think of some Melina shit from Mortal Kombat, like killer in the. I was thinking more. Natural like, twenty. Oh, thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, and when I roll a natural twenty with this blade, I get plus three damage to it in addition to all the other damage. Oh that my I god! Always like I want to crank this up a little bit. <laughs> Quick. Okay. 
I was thinking more like, oh, I'm allergic to peanuts. Well, let me give you a kiss because I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich earlier. <laughs> Oh, I just lost a 20 by you. That's okay. So yeah, roll for damage and double it. Plus six. So you double the die and then add your yeah, stuff, double, right? As yeah, long double as the damage. since we played, so you double the die, add your... Modifier. Yeah. Modifier. The modifier, yep. Now when it comes to my modifier, is it my natural modifier or is it my, like, demon-enhanced modifier? Because you said I get a plus 10 to strength. So I don't know how you want to roll that. Because I get a plus 5 naturally. Wait, are you talking about like her strength score is plus 10? Yeah. No, he, it says plus 10 to all checks and everything. Oh. Is what we had said last time. That's why I'm confused. That's why I'm trying to make sure I don't overestimate or underestimate. Right. I'm fine with whatever. Obviously you're the DM, but like I want to make sure. Yeah. When I, uh, Maybe just double her modifier? Yeah, add an additional 5. Okay. So that makes 10 plus. plus 10 is 20 plus the 3 from rolling the crit on the blade. So 23 damage. Four. And it's magic. Oh. <laughs> you messed with the wrong crew, bitches. Yeah, she gets cut up pretty bad. Okay. So you said those are my two actions? Yup. Alright. Alright. So, after that, Garuk is finally going to reach up to you, Shaltha. And he's going to make an attack roll towards you. Okay. Oh. Well, make that three attacks. Oh, no. With this giant... He was a fighter. That's true. Well, it's right. He had that fucking dwarven axe. Alright. Well, I probably should have announced to go into a raid. That's right, I'll do it next week. Yeah, that's, uh... Okay. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. That's, uh... 28 to hit. Mm-hmm. Bird. That's the first one. And that, and all the hits are 12 damage each. Okay, 18 to hit. Yeah. And 28 again. Mm-hmm. All for 12 damage. Yeah, I just took 36, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, that's right, you have like, you have like eight. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, that's right, okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> crying in the future. I wasn't even raging, my dude, but I'm about to be, like... Uh, plus an additional... I'm sorry, I just read this. Plus an additional seven, because he's still... He still has more than half of his hit points. Okay. So, add an additional seven to Done. each of those. Okay, yep. cool. Awesome, sweet. Awesome sauce. Um, it's alright guys, I got health potions. (laughs) 
Okay. So one of these two specters uh, comes out and one of them uh, goes to you, Stoltis, and is going to attack you with a spear. used to those healing potions I bought forever ago. Um, that's going to be a 19 on the first hit. That hits. Okay. Mm, okay. That's a... That's an 11. That does not hit. Okay. Yeah, that's it. He lands uh, seven hit points on you. Seven against my 19, bitch. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> but I want my rock! Mom says it's my turn to have the rock. <laughs> okay. So, with that, that's the end of his turn. Now Amir comes up, and she's going My to. Boo. She's going to pull out her rifle, and she's going to take a shot at Garouk. Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Okay. Okay. Unnatural twenty. Yeah, that's definitely going to hit. That's 1d12 plus 15. It's 5, actually. For 11 damage. Zap! <laughs> boo I see you! Zap! <laughs> Alright, and... That's all she can do this round. Um, Millicent, you're up. Okay, it's my turn to zappy zappy, so... Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Um, how, obviously we are at the far side, then Shalta must be in the middle with, yep. Garouk and Anathema, yeah. And then there's three more? Yeah, there's, there's one by more. me, right? Cause yeah, I, there's one by you. So there should be two more. Okay, so I just want to move enough out of the way that I'm not going to hit anyone because this spell is a line, a five Wait, what line. happened with the, okay. the not poison poison? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, make a constitution check real quick. Uh, unnatural 20. Okay. Can okay, you yeah. You okay. start to feel your joints unfasten and you're ready to go. Okay, so I'm going to move enough out of the way so I don't hit any of my teammates and then I'll aim the line up at, I guess, just one of the girls at the front. 
Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt at level 4. So they have to do... Well, the whoever I'd be hitting is a deck saving throw. 15. Okay, you've got three targets. You've got Vita, you've got Scales, and you've got... Okay, I'll go for Vita because I fucking hate that bitch. Okay. Excellent. Alright, so what does she have to do? Uh, Dex... Dex 15 save. Yeah. Dex 15. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an eleven on her part. Sweet. Okay, so she's gonna take uh, ninety six. So Jesus. Four, eight, nine, <laughs> 11, 13, 19, 25, 27. <laughs> Rock on. Go. You only get so many fourth level spells though. That's why they're so yeah. powerful. Right. Yeah, I get two. We're in up against four gods and a half demon and... How many was that? 23? 27. 27. Did you add your modifier? What modifier do I add to that? You should have spellcasting modifier. Uh, spell modifier is plus four, so it's 31. 31?! I don't know that I am. Yeah, damage. yeah, it's just like, it's just like you know, uh, your weapons. I've never 31. used weapons, though. Oh, yeah, so 31 damage. So I've this whole time with less damage. Dude, same though. <laughs> yeah, and, and, except for uh, cantrips, don't get them. Unless you have something that says otherwise. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, good to know. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, Vita's looking pretty beat up. A little crispy. Oh, bitch. Good. <laughs> Bad hair day, huh? <laughs> Like... <laughs> now all I'm thinking of is just like I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, after that, the other guy is gonna come up to um, Shafa. Oh, get it off! <laughs> get away, Jet. And he's going to try to strike his spear at you twice. Bitch. Pointing specifically at your arm where you're holding anathema. He actually has to roll at disadvantage for both of those. Okay, that's gonna be that one stabs anathema instead. <laughs> um an 18. Yep. Okay. <coughs> so I'll say make a strength saving throw as well. Unnatural 27. Okay, so you're still holding on. So, CP. Ah! Oh, it hurts. Oh! Okay, that's 19 plus 8. I mean, it hits. We know it hits. Yeah, it hits. Alright, make another saving throw. 15. Okay, this time your fingers uncurl as the spear just stabs into your shoulder and you're forced to let go. Thanks. Alright. <laughs> Next, um, that's going to be the end of his turn. Valus, it is your turn. Alright, my con save, right? 
Yep. Or, I was poisoned, right? Yeah. Well, not not, not poisoned. poisoned. Fuck you. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> Big oof. Wait, hold on. Okay, okay, Alice is like, I'm gonna help too. <laughs> Yeah, no. I didn't get it. I got an eight. I mean, yeah, you're still six, so I'll say that any rolls you make are going to be at disadvantage. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to run at Anathema's bitch ass for poisoning me. Okay. Let's swing at this bitch. Well, jab at this bitch with my defender rapier. Uh, where are my bonuses? Where is my super suit? That's a 13. Roll disadvantage. Alright, 13 to. He said all your rolls yes. have disadvantage. Oh, right. Sorry. So yeah, 13. Okay. Um, that just hits. Oh, excellent. Alright. Uh, and this is my first attack, so I'm just going to grab these babies right here. Okay. 6, 12, 14... 17, uh, 23 plus, I'm actually going to add that to my, you know what, I'm going to add it, 26. 26, okay. Oh, actually, 29, sorry, I almost forgot one. 29, okay. Yeah, she's pretty badly cut up. And now I'm going to swing, uh, jab better with I my mean, other I mean, I would imagine so, after she took a bunch from me and then a bunch from... Him. Right. Uh, the other one is a 19. Did you roll disadvantage? Oh, right. Sorry. I'm sorry, but... No, you're good. Yeah, 19 say... still. Dang. Fuck. Yeah, the hit plus on that one is an 8, so... Okay, yeah, that right, so still hits. Let's hit this bitch again. It won't be for nearly as much damage, but... That's a 3. <laughs> 3 damage? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I get to still have my modifier, though, because I chose that feat, I believe. Let me reread the feat just to be sure, because it's been a while. <laughs> Take your turn. No, I'm thinking of a different ability, so no, I don't add it. So okay. yeah, it's just a three. Okay. Okay. She's still looking pretty cut up. And with that, um, at the start of the round, Anathema is going to join with the other three. They're going to embrace arms, getting around in a circle, and all of a sudden you see the glaze of what looks like a field of energy shimmer over them as they begin to circle and dance around the shimmering light in the center. Darby witches. What's <laughs> some dude. Alright, still this. What you gonna do, buddy? I don't know. Uh, I mean, can I tell, like, what exactly is at the light in the center? I mean, it's a stone, isn't it? Yeah, you can see the silhouette of the stone. I might as well zap them again. They're all in a group. Why the fuck not? Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, 
third level this time, though. I want to save that last fourth level if I can. So it, uh, what was it before? You have to do a deck saving throw for them for 14. 14, okay. I'll roll for the four of them. Okay, one sec. I still get four of these. This is the lightning storm. Okay. Their rolls are as follows. 13, 12, 6, and 6. Oh, man, they all have so uh, 20 damage to each one of them, then. Did you add your modifier? Did you add your modifier? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. 20... 28. Oh, my God. Wait, no. Is that your hit modifier or your spell modifier? It says spell attack. Oh, so no. That's your hit. So oh, so attack. three. Spell so attack is when you add three. Okay. 20, I was going to say eight. That sounds way too high. There's no way you get a plus eight on that. Anathema's god will be messed up. She's looking pretty beat up. She's looking pretty bad. And then... Uh, yeah, and Vita's looking pretty beat up, too. And then... Is it two... I mean, if we get rid of one of them, then the spell stops, right? <laughs> that's kind of the logic that. I'm going for. They never said that's already started. That's but... true, but that's the hope I'm going for. Okay. So, so yeah. That's, um, that's the end of your turn. Yeah. Uh, Shafa, what are you going to do? I want to use my rage, which I should have done last turn, please. Fly <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> into a barbarian rage. Uh, I usually, to be fair, I usually don't trigger it until I've taken damage. That tends to be how I do. Well, it takes so, an action too, doesn't it? It's a bonus action actually oh, okay. to trigger your rage, but you can only use one bonus action per turn, so I can't use my frenzy now until next turn. But it's okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm in a rage. All right. Um, I'd, I'd like to mess up Garuk. I'm mad, so... Okay. We're gonna pull up my actions. Move these things here. Uh, 17. 17 to hit? To hit. Just shy. Actually, let me make sure. I don't remember if I get pulses when I'm in rage to hit it. I think it's just for damage, but it's been a while, so. Features and traits. Yeah, it's just. Okay, so you know. Miss, but I get a second um, attack, so I'll try to hit him again. Okay. 19. Yep, that hits right on the money. <coughs> 9, 19, 20, 21, 22, 20, 23 damage. Okay. Magic. Because I get the plus 2 for rage, the plus 2 for the magic axe, because it's, it's a plus 2, a plus 3 if I roll a crit. And then the plus 10 from my, that we agreed on from my demon nonsense. Right. 
And I rolled the nine on the die, so. All right. Still. So that kind of made up for missing the first attack. Totally. All right. And with that, um, it's now Garoop's turn. He's going to come right back at you. Mm-hmm. He only gets two attacks now, though, right? I don't think they can do that plus three thing every turn. With three attacks, but I could be right, wrong. Let me double check. Let me double check. Isn't that yes. isn't that fighters yes. don't you can't you only do it once per like short rest or something? What is it? Getting like a third attack off. Well, uh, I'm using, a different, I'm using get... a different uh, stat block for uh, him. So okay. Well, since the action surge, um, I believe you get like an extra, depending on what your level is. Well, according to this stat block that I'm using for him right now, um, he can still do the three attacks. Okay. So. He's coming at you with a great sword. Mm-hmm. 28. Mm-hmm. 28. Mm-hmm. Huh. 16. Yep. Well, does it have, it tie, the roller wins ties, right? And yeah, if it's a tie, it hits. Yeah, yep, so you're good. Okay. So yeah, that's going to be 12 plus 7 on each of those. So a total of... I need to know the total so I can half it. Yeah, 19. Okay. I was hoping you were going to like do the math for me, so that's fine. But he's yeah, just that's uh, it, and then half of that is like 19 plus 19. Yeah, so that would be just 9 damage in total. Okay. Well, 9... Three times over. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying is that you yeah. had said it was for each one, so I'm like, okay, math. Okay. Alright, and that's going to be his turn. Alright, then Amir is going to. Oh, excuse me, get another shot ready. And she's going to fire at Baruch. Natural 20. My girl! So, that's gonna be. This is intense, y'all. Watch it going on. Huh? She said this is intense. I'm like, there's a lot of shit going on. Oh, I know. I miss our, uh, what was his name? Brock. Shmi? <laughs> um, no, the cleric guy. Oh, Curse. Oh, um, Curse Morgan. died. Yeah. He would have been happy to see Garouk and all of his glory. I think he would have been very angry to see Garouk, actually, considering they had somewhat of a bond and Curse is like a cleric and... saw more of Garouk than we will ever have the opportunity. Yes. <laughs> and he had to live with it. <laughs> Alright, yeah, Garouk is looking pretty uh, beat up. Alright, next is the um, the specter that's attacking uh, you. Uh, 
Stolfus. Cool. He's going to attack with a spear. Thirteen. Miss. Oh, okay. And <clears throat> eleven. Also a miss. Okay. So he completely misses you. Alright, Millicent. Alright, I'm gonna come back at Vito with another lightning bolt. Um I'll go third level this time. <clears throat> so it's still a deck save of fifteen. Okay, at Vita? Yeah. Okay. And what is it, 15 you said? Yeah. Okay. It's a 14, so she misses. Six plus. <laughs> I know. I did. I was saying it. So thirty. How do you want to do this? Yeah. yeah. Um. Wait, who I are you attacking, Vita? Vita. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> could I like have the lightning bolt come down on her head and she's got that white hair, right? I want it to be like black. I want her to just because she's such a white. Looking her, figure. Her I was want her to dark, just... I thought. No, it was, it was blonde. blonde. Was yeah. it blonde? Yeah. She's like all super light. Hell yeah. I want her to be like dark, singed. Charged. So you call on lightning to come in from above. <coughs> it breaks right through the shield down onto her. And the electricity just courses into her hair. It begins to curl and snap. You hear this horrible scream of pain and you slowly watch as she almost like a tree trunk blackens and burns and just dies question um they're all holding hands right yeah realistically speaking would that be transferred through the rest of them that is ultimately your call but i just gotta know like an extra 1d4 maybe <laughs> The electricity courses through the rest They are connected, and humans are conductive, so I can see why that would make sense. They're all connected, they're all conductive, and all of a sudden they too start to scream. The electricity courses through them, and then it starts to channel and focus into the stone of Corbinate. Uh Uh-oh. And things start to go haywire. Oh, God. And the stone literally begins to crack <coughs> and to break. Oh, wait. Is that I don't know if that's do? a good thing. I don't know. Didn't they say destroying it was a bad idea? Uh, and maybe. All... Did we celebrate too soon? Yes. <laughs> the stone is cracking. Oh. And all of a sudden, their screaming, blackening figures are drawn in closer, and it feels as if gravity itself is being pushed into the stone and then just as their forms hit the stone there's this big shimmering light 
everything goes white. Did we just destroy the universe? (laughs) (laughs) Oops! Wait, it's just the four of us and like, you know when Squidward's alone in that big white area and everything he says? in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Alone. 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 Uh oh, I don't like it when he does that. I was gonna say it got so quiet. We were all staring at Tyler like this. <laughs> Alright. Um, let's see. He feels more powerful in this setup. With this table right there, and all of us, like, as an audience. He has more space. Like before, the table had to be like the other way, and we yeah. all had to use that table. It's nice. I'm trying to keep the suspense the same. Okay. So. <laughs> the light dissipates. Oh, excellent. I think. There is now a large crater in the center. And the stone is there as well. Garuk, the specters, the four, they're gone. The stone, which was once this emerald sort of jade color, has now turned into almost like a dark ruby red color. Oh no. That's not good. Guys, I don't know what I did. Well, you, you killed them, <laughs> I think. I, um, I, Stoltis. We're here, they're Dallas, not. I call that a win. <laughs> Shatha. Oh, boy. And Amira. You all look around and see the destruction. And you realize, very slowly, Nelson isn't there. So basically, I just said that to no one. Do I then realize that I'm alone? Am I existing? Like, am I... I'll I'll get you to just a second. (laughs) Just have an existential crisis while we try to figure out what happened. Um, what just happened? I'm gonna... I want to investigate the stone. I mean, it had a natural force to it, and now it's very different. I want to see if I have still have I'm any like, natural connection with him. him. Huh? I'm gonna keep close to him, like. Okay. I just want to make sure there's still some kind of natural force energy coming off of it. Getting close to it, it almost feels there's a natural connection, but it's also intense. It's as if <coughs> before it was a calm entity. It felt as if it was basically a part of the earth and a part of the matter of the world. It feels like that, but it feels like the matter, the energy around it is like pulsating. It's alive. It's almost beating like a heart. It's it's hard to put into words. It's at the same time being bound to nature, it's almost unnatural in its presence now. 
I don't give a fuck about the stone. I want to find my friend. So I want to look around for any trace of where Millicent was and see if I can see if she left anything behind. If, uh, I don't know. The only trace of Millicent... Actually, make a, an investigation check. Okay, we did pretty damn good against them, all things considered. Sorry, I was going to forget so if think. I get a plus to investigation or not. I rolled a 16. Like, rock on that lightning power, man. <laughs> That's definitely going to be something I'm going to try No, it's plus zero, so 16. Okay, the only evidence of Millicent you can find is her footprints where she was standing when she last called down the lightning. And sort of the grass patch behind her is almost like a a silhouette of her stretched out from the explosion. Oh shit! So it's like like the atom bomb thing, the shadows yeah. of the yeah. Oh, it's kind of, it's kind, of like, it's kind of like that, but it's as if the grass has sort of died behind her in the ensuing explosion. Okay. Um. I'm gonna fall to my knees and just like not know what to do. We're still heading towards the stone, right? Yeah. Y'all are doing. I don't care. I don't care about the I stone. Know. I don't care about the world. She was. She was my friend. She was the only one who's been there since the beginning, and now she's allegedly gone. So I am very emotional right now. So I don't give a fuck about the stone. So, good. So, you approach the stone, and it just feels like this coursing bounding energy is still it's like a bomb ready to explode at the moment almost I'm gonna look at Vilas and be like you feel that right yeah do I feel that (laughs) strangely you do it feels as if there's a vibration in the air around it you don't feel it as intensely as Staltus does, but you feel the sense of something vibrating and perforating the air. I do. What do we do at this point? This is... Can I, like, try to, like, slowly go into touch it, see if it's, like, hot or anything like that? You do that, and as you do approach it, there is a heat... And getting any closer, you might just burn yourself. I poke it with my rapier. <laughs> uh, you said it was in like a crater, so we're probably not directly in uh, sight of Shadowfell. Um, I'm going to turn around and be like, Captain! Have you found her? I don't answer. I'm at a loss for words. Amira's kind of come up behind you. And she's bent down and put a hand on your shoulder. And looked where you're looking. She looks up towards you, Staltus, and she says, She's gone. It's as if she vanished. I'm sad. <laughs> like I know this is this is supposed to happen, but still. <sighs> um, we need to figure out what to do with this. This is this is pulsating. This is radiating just energy. 
How do you propose we do that? Feels too hot to touch. Too bad you ain't got my mage hand. <laughs> From behind you, you start to hear voices. Hello? Hello? Are you alright? Define alright. Are you alive? Yes, stay back. Don't come any closer here. Out of the bushes, completely ignoring your warning, is uh, Solomon, and tailing behind him is Victor. I don't want Victor anywhere near that stone. I don't either. What I'm happened? Gonna, I'm going to repeat, stay there. Alright, alright. Things... They didn't go to plan. They, they, We prevented something, but... I feel like we're not done yet. This is a ticking time bomb, potentially. If you have any idea what we can do to contain this, or have any insight into what this could be at this point. Where's Xanathar? I'm right here. Oh, these stupid trees, I'm gonna burn them to the ground, fucking twigs. Don't! <laughs> so this is like, this is my- not burning! <laughs> Do you feel the energy coming off this Xanathar? I felt the explosion right before I saw it. I never felt anything like that. What did you do? We don't quite know. Hopefully saved the world. Oh, I hope so. Or I'm not going to be in business anymore. I was going to say, I was going to feel like, or I'm not going to make any money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you know where we can hide this? As you're asking this, uh, Victor sort of... Over here! He brings forth... uh, Some men bring forth what looks like a giant, almost glass and metal canister. Over there, in the crater. No. I beg your pardon? I said no. I'll actually stand up. My back is, like, still turned to them. But there's, like, anger radiating from me. A very menacing stance. An almost demonic stance, yes. Still just can't help but think that they were just a little bit too prepared for this. Mm-hmm. What do you plan on doing with it? Containing it, obviously. What else? What else? What, is, what else is there to do? You're all about new technology and development. This is literally a giant source of energy. What are you planning on doing with it? We will graciously hand it over. To who? To the King of Rhinestall. I don't believe you. The shame. Be where any man can get it. This is too much for the King. It's too much for you. It's even too much for Xanathar. Well, I agree. Put the canister down, smart guy. Let me take a look. He hovers over and looks at it and you can just tell that as the pulses are coming toward him, he even feels it almost seems to hurt him in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it needs time to cool down. How Maybe that's what's wrong, I don't know. We'll keep it here for now. Keep it on watch. Just nobody touch anything.
I'll take the first watch. All right. I'll stay up with him. I okay. Want to. I can't sleep. All right. Amira decides to go to bed. That's fine. The rest of you remain awake. I almost said, what about you, Millicent? <laughs> and you wait. And while you wait, Millicent, you are just starting to get your vision back. Okay, so I'm not dead. No. Hey. Or are you? Or are you? <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to us, bitch! <laughs> Can I see anything as my vision comes back? You start to see what looks like a horizon. And then as your vision clears more, it looks like water is all around you. Is there anyone else with me? Other than Jabberwocky. This some soul stone shit. (laughs) You don't see anyone else. Um, hey, Jabberwock, do you know where we are? Millie, I don't know where the hell this is. Turn me around backwards. Maybe there's something behind us. Okay, I'll turn us around. (laughs) And there's more horizon. It looks like an endless sea, and you are walking on it and not sinking. Not sure that I like this very much. A little too bright. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both, kiddo. What is this is some weird ass shit. (laughs) What do we do from here? Do we just walk until forever? (laughs) There's no end that I can see. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Hang on. Walk north a little ways. I'm getting something. I'm getting a chill up my old staff. (laughs) I'll keep walking. You walk a while. And finally he says, Alright, stop. It's right here. What's right here? Something. That's very descriptive. Yeah, I know, Millie. I'm trying to put my, I'm trying to put my head to it, but I can't, can't figure it out. It's like, it, it's right, it's beneath us. There's something beneath us. Um, I want for Jabberwock. I want to take Jabberwock and try to stab <laughs> the ground beneath me to see if like it goes down or if he just stops at the surface. It's like, it's like hitting your staff against really thick jello. Gross. Weird. <laughs> it go, he goes down and then he comes back up. Alright, quit doing that. That's not doing anything. I just had to check. I know, but, you know, check with another stick or something. Don't use me. Do you see a stick around here, Jabberwock? I think we're alone. What, you don't carry any spare sticks or something in your backpack or something? <laughs> Why would I need another stick when I've got you? I don't know. Kindling for a fire? I don't know what you adventuring types do. 
I repeat my statement. Why would I need another stick when I can't hear you? talk to me out of nowhere. We've been waiting for someone or something to come here. And who are you? I am not an I. It is we. Who is we? And you start to see the water start to shake and shimmer. Millie, I don't like this. Yeah, I'm going to get in kind of a defensive stance. (laughs) And from out of the silver water, you see a reptilian head start to rise. Oh, no. Large. You see multiples of them. Oh, my gosh. They're dragons. Oh. The dragons are coming out of the sea. I don't even know how to react to that. Um, I think Millicent's probably just like flabbergasted, like, what's happening right now? Jabberwock shares your sentiments. He's at a loss for words. His jaw is just. (laughs) (laughs) Skeleton from Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) Where did you come from? We've been waiting here. For eons. Waiting for what? To go home. Where's your home? To the place where our forefathers first landed. To the place where we first carved the land from stone before life was breathed into it. From the dawn times. From Esther. Well, why do you want to go back there? It is our destiny to return. What are you going to do once you return? Take our rightful place in the celestial heavens. That sounds like genocide. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, that sounds like a bad idea for us. Well, I guess not me anymore because I'm not there. We will take you with us. Yep, then what happens to my friends and everyone who lives in Aster right now? We come not to kill. We come to share wisdom. How can I trust that you're not going to kill everyone? One of the dragons lands in front of you and says, 
Look into my eye, child. Alright, I got nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know if they're alive, so... It's, it's, it's otherwise Sea of Jello for forever, or... <laughs> or dragons! Be friends yeah, with some dragons! <laughs> Like, I don't blame you for this, even if it turns out bad. <laughs> Alright, so I look into the dragon's eyes. <laughs> and in it is the expanse of stars. Oh god. In it is the fire of a thousand worlds. In it is a calm nature that descends from out of his soul into your soul. And in it, you see Esther. You see them arrive, and you see them take their places in mountains and in hills, in caves beneath the earth. And you see the light, a light you haven't known for many years. A light once known, lost, perhaps found again. And in that cosmic moment, he blinks. And you feel reassured. They've come to come home to take their place on earth and soil. They just want a home. They don't want to be alone anymore. I mean, I feel that I've only been in this place for a little bit of time. And I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> no Jello world for me. No thank you. Um, I want to trust you, but I've been betrayed so many times in my lifetime that I'd rather stay here for eternity all alone than have my friends go through any more pain or cause the world any more issues. Ah. Uh, can I, so I, out game, I feel like I can trust them, like I don't have any inklings that there's like something really bad about to happen. Well, what needs to happen for you to get back home and for me to get back to my friends? We must fly, of course. The journey will be long. Way to kill a woman. <laughs> The journey will be long. It will be arduous at times. But time won't pass us by as it normally should. We will continue on. We will sail on. Until we have reached our home shores again. Why couldn't you fly back before? The door was closed. A veil was put over all of Esther in the beginning the dawn times. Now, that veil, it has been pulled back. We have sensed it. The four of them, they imprisoned us here. They grew jealous of our power. We wanted to create a world of wisdom, a world of truth, a world we ruled without ruling, taught without teaching, and stayed, but were never present 
took that away from us. Well, they're dead, so... (laughs) Well, then we better start flying then, I guess, huh? Climb on. We'll take you home. Woohoo! Red dragon! (laughs) (laughs) You climb onto the back of this silver-haired dragon, and you feel his wings begin to lift off of the strange sea. And in a moment, you rush from off of the ground into the sky and into the stars. Some, like, spirit away thing. (laughs) And you're on your way home. Back to you guys. Okay. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that was some of the most beautiful shit I've ever heard in my life. I know! Like, I just want to take a moment because I was like tearing up there. That was gorgeous. Oh my god. That was beautiful. I've been thinking about that for a long ass time. Yeah, buddy! Fantastic. And totally unexpected. Yeah. I- I cannot wait to listen to that again. I'm so excited. Yeah. I just wanted to take a minute and say thank you for sharing that with us because that was wonderful. You're welcome. <laughs> Alright, so back to Esther, back to the camp. Night's fallen. The stone is still pulsing, but it has started to quiet down. What started as a dark, ruby, burning stone is slowly starting to cool down, and it's sort of um, a violet color coming into view now. Mm. The pulsing is slower, duller, not as present. You get the feeling that perhaps the stone's starting to calm down. And waiting in the wings, Still very, very curious is Victor. I've been keeping my eyes on Victor, not so much the stone. I don't yeah, trust him. Yeah, my eyes him. have not left the stone. I've been like very like. He's got his eyes on the stone, so I've been watching Victor. I just want to throw that out there because I do not like his interest in these things. He looks back at you. Occasionally he'll glance at the stone. He's been keeping himself up. He's had his men bring over small kettle and the smell of a sort of coffee is sort of wafting in the air. He has a French press. <laughs> What's a French? French? What's a French? Even you don't know what a French is, but he said it's French press. You know, like, <laughs> what, is a, what, is a, what is a French? <laughs> to which he's often said the answer is actually what is a France? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like a moment here. I'm staring at the stone. My eyes haven't left the stone. I'm gonna be like, Captain. I just had something pop in my mind, and I swear to God, Tyler, I will punch you. Anyway, continue. All right, you were saying something. Captain. Do you think that the world is going to go back to being green and vibrant again, or is it going to be dead like this for the rest of time? I honestly don't know. We've only been out of that messed up world for a little while, but it's amazing to see how different the world has become in three months' time. 
and I can't even imagine what it looked like anymore. Just well, the stars are starting to come out, finally. I think, yeah, Soltis is going to like briefly take his eyes off the stone to look up at the stars. And indeed, what normally has been solid days and nights of blood-red sky and little to no stars is starting to become starry again. Minky Black is starting to sort of peel its way through the red. Slowly but surely it seems that the end times are coming to an end. Yay! (laughs) We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. Everything is literally on fire. (laughs) How long do you think it'll take? Well, considering this progress we've already had, should not be shouldn't be any more than a couple of days before the sky clears up, and there will be work to be done on water and maintenance. But other than that, the sky is clearing up. And that's a good sign. We're still here. Most of us. And Esther continues to turn on. I think Esther needs to rest for a little while. Indeed, she's had it pretty rough. And if you care for any coffee, I can't possibly drink all this myself. I'm no longer taking drinks from anybody. That has been established so many times. I will not be drinking of anything, thank you. I think I'm okay. I feel like there's enough energy coming off of this thing to keep me awake. And I'm kind of with her. I, uh, I've had enough drinks for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suit yourself. No offense. Suit yourself. Val, is he still awake over there? Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm going to stare this dude in the eye. I'm going to take out one of my daggers and just jab it into my leg. To make myself up. (laughs) To wake myself up. Shalpa's just going to like nod her head in approval. Like, that's metal, dude. Because I'm staring at this dude now and I don't trust him. I'm curious, Shalpa, what does this guy look like? He's got a black suit. Fuck you, Tyler! I knew it! Black T-shaped sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that you smoking anything, Tyler? <laughs> I called it like five minutes ago. You called it last time too. Yeah, it wasn't the last. Yeah, time. <laughs> he was so pissed off. <laughs> All right. Well then, Stoltz is gonna think about the whole French press thing. He's like, "What do you mean, France?" Oh, that's right. France doesn't exist here. Here. Oh, Shalfa does not like that at all. Oh, and Esther, I mean. What else is there beyond Esther? A whole universe of possibilities, if scientists are to be correct, but you people don't have scientists. You have magicians. Shaf is gonna kind of like get her, get her axe back out and just kind of hold on to it. 
Well, there'll be no need for that. I'm not here to threaten. Then why are you here? I came here by accident. I didn't intend to stumble into a world of floating islands. I intended to discover the secrets of the universe, and here I am. And why haven't you gone home? Because I haven't found the way back home yet. Obviously, whatever technology I had in my plane of existence does not yet exist here. But, I'm getting relatively close. You mentioned Im immortality before. Does that have anything to do with your quest to go home? Hmm, partially. In fact, really it has everything to do with it. I can't necessarily build anything substantial to get me back home for quite some time. So by giving myself time, I theoretically give myself the chance to get back home. And why do you wish to get back home if you so desperately wished to leave it? I didn't intend to leave it. I was working on something that could change the universe. To what, your image? No, no. To the benefit of all mankind. All that sort of nonsense. That's racist. <laughs> what about snake kind, huh? Snake kind doesn't really exist where we're from. Or at least there are snakes that they don't talk. It's a shame. All the best people I've known have been snakes. Ouch. <laughs> Wait, I was a snake. Once. I was gonna say you're my snake buddy. What are you talking about? Ouch. Some of the best people I have known have been snakes as well. Oh, coming from you, <laughs> that's gonna touch my heart a little bit. I may be a bitch, but at least I'm loyal. So where do we go from here now? Yeah, you're not on my to kill list anymore. <laughs> you're crossed off. Now it's filled with tons of other names. So. Now from here we wait for the stone to potentially cool down. See if it will stop its pulsating. And then we'll try to figure out a way to contain it and prevent anybody from accidentally discovering the end of the world again. It needs to go somewhere where no one can ever find it again. I agree. Not many people visit the Forbidden Lands, do they? Forbidden Lands? Where Lazarus was, the Forbidden Lands. Ah. Nobody goes there for a good number of reasons. Mostly because it's a dead world. Dead island. Is our demon friend still there? Would I know if he's still there? Um, I, was, I would say you get the feeling that he wasn't there anymore because whatever bound him to the volcano was undone and his entire cradle began to melt <clears throat> all around you. 
So I assume he's gone. Bye bye. He is not with us. <laughs> kind of a chancy risk taking up a deal with a demon. Santa is working with you. That's true, but I worked very hard to earn his trust. And it's not so much a deal with the devil. Considering the alternative was Armageddon, I think it was an easy choice to make. And considering that perhaps you could have resolved Armageddon without a demon, I mean... You only took that to destroy Lazarus, as I understand it. A couple other things that endanger this plane as well. Are you one of them? <laughs> Slap my axe in my hand. <laughs> well, I certainly hope not. If anything, maybe... Maybe... Maybe, maybe... I'm something beneficial. Time will tell. Time is short. I'm very suspicious of him. Do you consider yourself a madman? I don't consider myself mad. Do you think you would consider the possibility that you might be insane? What makes you think I'm insane? Don't avoid the question. You claim to be from another world? Mm. It's up to you to choose whether you believe my story or not. It's my story to tell. Would you believe yourself insane? No. But then, could a madman really tell if he was mad? Who watches the watchman? It's true. Well, enough staring at each other and talking about idle and pointless things. I'm off to bed. I'll have my cigarette, and I shall be done. Takes out his lighter and... Lights up his cigarette. Do I know what a lighter is? <laughs> You're kind of amazed by this little contraption he's always carrying around. Like, I have a tinderbox! What the fuck is that? <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> and, he, and he judges me for making a deal with the devil. Like, what the fuck is this witchcraft? <laughs> he kind of notices your fascination and says, It's a lighter. It's common in our world. Small amount of gas... A combustion element and a spout for the gas and heat to rise. Sounds dangerous. Yeah, just don't shake it around too much. Well, if any of you guys need a rest, go ahead. I'm more than awake. I just stabbed myself in the leg, so I'm wide awake. Captain. You're probably bleeding out. You should have that looked at. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm not dead yet! <laughs> can I drink one of my health potions so that I can heal up a bit without going to sleep? Sure. Cool. I got six of them, so. Oh my god. Hey, they were on sale. I bought a six pack of them. <laughs> a sixer. So, spooky international or interdimensional man went to bed then. Yep, he's finished his cigarette and he's gone to bed. What do you guys think happened to Millicent? Well, 
well, it's one of two things. Either she's dead, or she was moved somewhere else. That artifact was uh, very powerful, so she might not be dead. Oh, 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 I have an idea. What's the idea? I'd like to try to reach out to Millicent with my earring and see if she's there. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I forgot about those. In my mind, it's. I don't think she's actually there. It's probably almost like in my mind talking to the dead, you know, talking to the air. But I would. And she would straight up be like, What's up, bitch? And you're like, Ah, yeah, man. <laughs> I lived, bitch. I would, just, <laughs> I would just basically be thinking over and over, like, Please. Can you hear me? Can I hear her? It. It's been a little while. It's felt like a few days have gone by. I totally And you start to pick up something. Please. Please, can you hear me? Please. Please, can you hear me? Shalta? Do I hear it? It's faint, but yes. Gonna cry! Um, that scares the shit out of me in all reality, I would feel like, and then I'd think I'm crazy, so I don't believe I'm actually hearing her. I will, since it's so faint, it's probably wishful thinking, in my mind, and I haven't slept, so that's gotta be it, and that's, I'm literally just thinking all these thoughts, like, with the earring, like, I'm, I, I just haven't slept, I'm crazy, you know, that like, she's not here. Are you picking here. something up, Captain? Um... Yeah, I obviously look very distraught. Obviously, this is all mentally going on because they're telepathic yeah. communication, but obviously, like, probably my pupils are dilated a bit, and I'm just, like, very twitchy and, like, on edge and, like, kind of shaking my head a bit, like, no, 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 this is crazy. Um, Do you mind if I take a look, Captain? I'm gonna repeat. Shalta, is that you? Shalta, is that you? Where are you? Where are you? Um, funny story. I'm with some dragons on my way back, I think. Are you okay? I mean, it depends on your definition of okay, but I'm... Alive, I think, as long as this isn't all in my head. But you, you just weren't there. Yeah, I got transported past the veil, and apparently these dragons have been trapped here for... Do dragons, do dragons exist in our world, as far as we know? Or did we, do, are there stories of them? There are stories of dragons. One of the great creation theories of Esther is that... Is about the dragons. Is yeah. about the dragons and how they came from the far reaches and combined the elements of their fire and their power to create the lands of Esther. So you're aware of the concept, the idea of dragons... Nobody's seen them in eons. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> um, everything is 
okay here, too. Um, everything is a lot... Wow. <laughs> is that thunder? Yeah. yeah. It's spinning. All right. <laughs> so, uh, there about like an hour ago. So, <laughs> when we smited the fuck out of them. <laughs> though I must admit that it will be a lot better when you are here. I can't wait to get back. You have no idea what I just have been through. (laughs) Your feeling is quite mutual. Um, Do you have an estimated time of arrival? Um, I'm going to turn to the dragon, I guess, that I'm riding. Do you know how long it's going to take us to get back? Any idea? At the way we are going... We're ahead of schedule. We should be there within the month. But like time is like out game. The time is like yeah, it's different for us time wise than it is for them, right? Slightly. They seem to be going faster than time itself. So they're, I guess they're giving it to you as what they calculate as a month's time in Esther will okay. be. So, it's not going to seem like a month to us, but it's probably going to seem like a month to you guys. So hopefully by the time we get back, things will be a little bit better than they are right now. Well, we will do our best on this end. Um, Travel safe and let us know how you're doing when you can. I will do my best to keep you updated. Dragons. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so this is telepathic, like I was just like I wasn't necessarily trying to tell you that, but it's a mental thing I'm having. So I'm like, Damn. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, the view is pretty cool from up here. <laughs> See you soon. And I'm just gonna yeah keep doing what I'm doing. I'm just gonna kind of fall on my ass a bit there, like that. Emotionally took a lot out of me. I didn't think that would really work. Literally, I don't know what feelings that shout was having. Uh, she was gonna be like a psycho demon bitch. <laughs> Making Melissa have feelings too. That's like kind of a hard thing to guys. do. Like I said, I'm not heartless. I just just made a really, really bad choice. <laughs> Side note: the storm's only gonna last like five minutes. And, it's super uh, small. Uh, well, and the thing is, too, is just that I almost feel like the emotional bonds that Shalpa has with you guys is enough to overpower any demon oath. I mean, I'm still affected by it, but, like... Right. You know, I, I love my friends, and I'm not gonna stop loving my... The whole reason I, I that in Shalpa's mind she took that oath was to protect her friends and to protect Amira, so... Like, since that's why she wanted to do it, she even made sure in the oath that you won't make me hurt my friends. And so... Right. I'm allowed to have some emotions. I as you, Tyler could tell me if I'm wrong. But. As you uh, sit down, yeah. sort of reveling from this, something sort of catches your eye. Mm-hmm. From deep in the woods, you see what looks like a tall figure, and red eyes kind of shine out. Uh-oh. Well, that's not good. <laughs> and there's a sort of gesture of, come speak with me a moment. All right, well, I'll uh, 
opened up, and I'll say, Stoltis. Yes. You got an eye on that uh, that thing there? Yep, I got it. Do what you need to do. Do you want another hand, Captain? Or do you want me to stay here? Stay here. Tend to your wound. <laughs> My wound's fine. Don't let anyone touch it. They won't. Even me. I'm not going to drive. <laughs> You go into the woods, and you follow this uh, black figure a little ways in. It stopped at a tree. Its uh, red eyes seem to stare at you, and in the sort of distant light from starlight, and a little bit of waning moonlight coming in through the haze, you get the sense that this is a figure that is trying to look human, but the skin is too taut, too tanned to be human. Okay. The figure looks at you and says, Well, I think Hell is ready to sign off on your contract whenever you're ready. But I haven't done anything. Well, I wouldn't say you haven't done anything. You sure did something. The bosses in hell are usually pretty stoic, pretty silent. But something you did just now with the stone, it set everything back into place, but it's also made things, made demons and devils and angels and such. The whole celestial body Sort of twitchy. Anyway, your patron demon has sent word ahead to let you know that we are willing to fulfill the agreement of your contract and we are going to sign off. And with that, your mark will be no more. We also have uh, a bit of information you should keep in mind. A door to the Fey will be opening westward here in a town on Constant and Tableau called Miranai. Got that? Miranai. Got it. Very good. Just head west tomorrow morning and uh, take this with you. And he hands you this dagger that seems to be made out of bone and the handle is a you wood. Take that, go to your gentleman friend, and with that he will die. As per our agreement. The head of that knife is not actually a knife head. Don't ask me why I want to explain this to you, but well, to us with it. <laughs> the head of that knife isn't really a knife blade. It's a piece of the spear of destiny we stole from the angels during the first great holy war. Some several thousand years ago. Nothing too important. But... Rest assured that that will take care of your gentleman friend. 
So with that, he uh, goes into this very large burlap coat, pulls out a scroll and says, Sign here on the bottom line, and you'll be restored to normal. Is it written in common or anything I can read? Is it just symbols? Uh, it is, as you look at it, it's a shimmering parchment that currently is reading in common. Does it seem sketchy? From what you can tell, it basically says that the aforementioned Shatha shall hereby forthwith resign all powers designated to her by hell per a amendum to the previous arrangement with her demon, yada, 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 legal speak, bureaucracy of hell. I mean, it is hell, so yeah, that makes sense. Eventually it says, the aforementioned dust does sign this away, and the aforementioned prize per our agreement is given onto them, and they are free to continue in their ways, unscathed by the scorches of hell. Melabellog. Demon of the Files. I will sign it. You sign it. The letters sort of scorch, and for a minute, that volcano seems to pop, and then exhale. And your horns kind of fall out of your head. You've got your smooth cranium back. You are Shalta again. Yay! Does she still have, like, indents from the horns? <laughs> no, well, they're they're kind of there, but they're also kind of like, they're kind of like those bed imprints you get when oh, okay. you're sleeping. They're gonna got fade. one word for you. That's my hat. You gotta fix your hat now, because <laughs> it's got That's three words. Yeah, all right, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> It's very good. Retired. Very good. Puts it in his burlap coat. Well, ciao. And with that, <laughs> disappears. What the, the hell does ciao mean? <laughs> like eat? <laughs> and then I'm just gonna walk back out of the woods very slowly, and I'll have uh, put my new handy dandy thing in my in my backpack so everybody can see it. Okay. And you come back to camp, and everybody sitting around who's still awake notices that Shalfa's come back and she looks normal. Oh. Um, you look a little bit less, um, horny. I'm just like kind of smacking And then I'm going to whisper something like, <laughs> Good to have you back, Captain. She's very quiet about everything. All right. Who was that fellow? He didn't say. Right. Let's not pester. We still have to get through the rest of the night. Okay. Alright. So, night turns into day. The sky is 
If not red, it's uh, pink. It's a sort of pinkish hue. Blue is starting to bleed through, the sun is starting to shine. Yeah, it does. Or dawn. It's dawn. There are still traces of the apocalyptic sky, but they're starting to fade and break away. How is the stone looking? The stone has stopped pulsing, but it's still not green. It has instead remained purple. Is it still radiating heat? You reach out your hand and it does not feel warm to the touch. I'm going to place my hand directly on the stone. You're not burned. It's do I, cool. Do I feel anything from it? Any source of like life or whatever that came from that the original stone had on it? It still does. It still seems to be tied to nature. It's just not doing that pulsing. It's either. not pulsing. It's well, not I meant like when it was a green stone. It's, it had like that energy of like pure nature coming off of it. And I'm just wondering if that's still... That feeling was still well. There. That's still there, but okay. there's also the mingling of sort of a change, a sort of heavenly quality to it, sort of. Okay. I think it's safe to move this now. It's a little too far, or it's a little bit too much in the open right now. But did I hear someone say it's safe to move it? What was that? It's Victor. Fuck you, Victor. Yes, Victor, and we will be the ones to do it. Very well. You might want to use my containment device, just in case. Why? It's just in case it's emitting some sort of gamma radiation. Radiation. Energy. Take Sounds your made up, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, but it's staying with me. Very well. For the time being, anyway. Boys! Capsule. To the green man. Green clothes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck do you mean I'm green? I'm in blue. If I was green, I would die. I know, that's the words. Alright, no, so it's dubba dee dubba I know. Hey, <laughs> still Anywho, the men uh, come forward and they bring you this canister. They say, just simply give it a twist, put the stone in the glass, and then twist it back. It'll vacuum seal it. It will suck the air out. Okay. <laughs> What's a vacuum? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll handle this if you guys want to start breaking down Caleb. I mean, I trust Volpus, so I'd be okay. With <laughs> Wrong choice! <laughs> <laughs> I was working with them all along. <laughs> I guess I'll, uh, I'll place a stone inside the canister and seal it up. How big is the canister? Like, is it something I can carry on my own? Yeah, it's it's portable. It's fairly large and a little cumbersome, but there is what looks to be like a little satchel, sort of a, like a back strap to it. Okay. Then I'll, I will strap it to my backside. I think... I mean, at this point, there's not much in my pack I can actually use anymore. So I might leave my pack behind minus, like, my staff and... Yeah, I think I'll just have my staff on me. I'll hand off, like, my coin purse or whatever to Valus. Because that, that takes priority to me, is carrying that. Alright. 
So you put the stone in, and you twist it, and you hear it just sort of... And the stone is contained in this strange device. Okay. Throw it over my shoulder and be like, whatever you guys are ready. Let's get out of here. The sooner we're out of here, the better. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Alright. So you head back into town. Things are starting to get repaired. Thatching replaced. All sorts of stuff. Xanathar is busy kind of ordering people around the ship like, Come on! Let's go! Put the food in the foodie holes! Put the drinks in the barrel bins! Get these things done! Kyle looks around. Oh! Good to see you. Is that it on your back? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. It seems to have calmed down. For now. Hopefully. Why is it purple? Haven't figured that out yet. Mm -hmm. okay. It feels different, though. Okay. Not in a bad way, I don't think, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, where do we go now? Captain, any recommendations? I've been thinking about it, and I have a super safe. A super safe that, uh, even Victor doesn't know about. And he kind of looks over, scans the area. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> Victor's a good person. Don't a little weird, but good. But this is not for his here holes. This is for yours. I have a super safe. Maybe we can lock it in there. Where is it? It's on one of the Forbidden Islands, a little off the coast. It's big, it's brass with cedar's wood and some lead lining. So nobody will divine it, nobody will crack it, and certainly no demons can get through it. They hate cedar wood. Hate it. I had another thing. idea. What's that? What if we were to go to the Feywild? Ooh. Okay, you know somebody there? You could say that. Okay, okay. Uh... But I don't think any of the doors are open. It will be. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna look over at her and be like, like you sly bitch. <laughs> Girl! <laughs> okay. Well, I'll leave you to it. Thank you. So, do what you gotta do. I'll keep Victor busy because he's been Oogling that stone. Wait. Thank you, Xanathar. Not a problem. And Xanathar, before we go... Yes? If that dude ever takes one wrong step, zap him for me, eh? Oh, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. That is always my motto. One bad step. Zap! I <laughs> do! <laughs> <laughs> like you! Jimmy! No! Please! <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and 
Jimmy that you told me about for I'm just going to turn around and go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Bye, Xanathar! <laughs> Bye, guys! And you! Take me! Down! I'm leaving now! <laughs> Thanks for not beating Silver on time! you a little while, but you eventually find your way to the village of Mir Nye. Mm-hmm. And in a little bit, you see what looks to be a fawn, sort of, <clears throat> while the, t- the town seems really quiet, nobody's really out and about, even the market people aren't out, and there's a little fawn sort of picking through the fruit stand. And you knowing the Feywild so well, you know that fawns generally come out from portals of the Fey. Mm-hmm. So he kind of sneaks an apple, puts it into his coat pocket, and starts to head into the woods. I'm going to follow it. All right. Follow the fawn a little ways, and with one single step past a couple of trees, you're in the Feywild. I'd like to pull out my compass, please. You pull out your compass. And putting your heart into it, it points where you want it to point. A few hours pass, and you find your way into the dark mires, into Lost Hope. And there outside on the veranda, on the stoop, is the gentleman with the thistle-down hair. Pining over a couple statues, pulling out his feather duster, and sort of dusting. It's very odd. And eventually, <clears throat> you approach the front porch. He does not look to your way. Eventually, he says... Yes. How can I help you? It has been some time. Quiet. You look well. You look the same. Never changing, darling. 
I would like to take the knife out of my backpack, but in a non-aggressive manner. I see. And where, pray tell, did you get that instrument? I have spent, <clears throat> I don't even know how long, months, years, everything I have ever done as an adventurer has been because of you. You are my beginning and you are my end. I have hated you every step of the way. And then I'd like to drop the knife. He looks at you. I see. It's a funny thing to be hated. I always thought I was just annoying. It took me a long time to realize it. But you could have killed me at any turn. Oh, I could have. You're a god. Close to it. And now I stand here with the power to end you. Finally, after all this time. And I lack the desire. How odd. How very odd. All I ever wanted in life was for yours to end. But that's no way to live. My friends have shown me that. So for all the times you've spared my life, now hear that I had the power to end you, and I chose not to. Just like I'm entrusting you with the power to end the world, but to not do it. Twice before, it has been so. I could never have bested you. Oh. And now I have the power to. And I want you to remember that. I will. Shatha. I will. Always. Remember that. Lend me the stone. It will be safe with me. I'm gonna nod to Stoltis to give it to him. I feel like I would at first go to grab my rapier, but then I would just kind of just like keep my hand there without drawing it out. Do not be afraid. No tricks. It's dangerous, and it needs to be put away. Some place where human eyes with too much curiosity can't inspect it any further. Hand me the instrument he's hold, held it in. It's okay. 
He can't torment me if the world ends. <laughs> Staltus is going to remove the sling from his back and look at the canister and ponder for just a moment before locking eyes with the captain and nodding and then handing it off. He, you hand it to him. He takes a look at the canister. Such an ugly thing, this. He just sort of Breaks the canister open, pulls out the stone, snaps open the door, looks inside, and you see it's the same treasure trove that you've been in before. Mm -hmm. And he walks in, erects a pedestal in the very middle, and places it under an amethyst glass, comes out. Snaps the door shut. Well, while you're all here, could I trouble you for a cup of tea? God, not even going to notice that I'm missing. (laughs) So offended, I thought we were friends. (laughs) I'll send one for Millicent as well, since she's currently indisposed. Actually... I'm going to accept the tea. (laughs) One moment. One moment. There. (laughs) And Millicent, you feel something tug on your shoulder, and you're flung off the back of the dragon, (laughs) and you're brought in front. The dragon's like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Wait, so I'm with them again? Yep. You you just... startle me too that she's just suddenly there but then I'm like I kind of shrug it off because it's the man with the thistle down hair and at this point he can do anything fuck it <laughs> good to have you back let me just say that you are a hard woman to find I had to look through three separate star systems in perpendicular orbits and be sure I had the right silver backed dragon wait there's more than one. Oh yes don't you know no. They come out of the Silver Seas of Time. I'm sure by the time they reach Esther, they will have regained their natural color. But for now, they are as star stuff. Oh, which reminds me, Theranax is currently still indisposed. Thanks to you, he's inside the gem. The stone, however you wish to call it. <clears throat> You've done us a wonderful service. The veil is lifted. We are whole of the universe once more. Now, would you prefer Earl Grey or something of the elven variety? Elven. I need something a little stronger. Oh, certainly. It's not too much stronger, but it's nice and smooth. Come in, come in. I'm still in shock. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, just while you're walking in. And you completely missed the thing with her monologue with him. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's probably like, why the fuck is she not, like, strangling him right now? You're just like, can I, I bother you for a glass of wine? <laughs> oh, certainly. And I think I know which one you want. This is the rarest vintage of all. 
golden amber stand wine. She heaven's, <laughs> heaven's variety from the dawn times. The rarest wine in the world. I only have three bottles left. Well, now you Sip want it, please, and savor it. <laughs> and you all head in. You all sip your tea. Catch up with the man with the thistle down here, who for once is fairly pleasant. I'm going to make a toast. And I'm going to say, to a hatred that saved the world. I hate that saved the world. Cheers to that. Here, here. It's Prost. <laughs> it started with a tea party for me, and now it ends. <clears throat> and now it ends. He takes a sip, and this is where our initial adventure Aww. comes to a close. <laughs> now, for the post-credits scene. Wait, oh, hold on. Are our characters like still in the Feywilds, or do we leave afterwards? It like, spends some time after you leave. And time passes differently there, you must remember. Right, well... Well, I had a whole plan as to like, how my character would actually like live the rest of his life. And we'll get to that. This is like... This <laughs> if he survives. This is the, the post credit scene. So this is like, I'm going to say this is going to be five years later. So... So we'll... Who wants to start first? You? Oh, so what, what am I doing? You're going... I, use, I use my remaining Xanathar money to buy a vineyard, and I make my own wine now. <laughs> I settle down. I, I maybe do have a wiper. What? What do you call it? What's the name? Um, Succulent. No, I, I was going to think something. Um, Spirits. Hmm, that's a good question. I, let's keep going around, and I'll think of a good one. Okay. Because the name's important. The name's a brand. This is true. All right. Millicent? Well, I... Uh... I hadn't really thought about it too much before, but after meeting the dragons, I feel like I would be drawn to find them mm-hmm. once they got back and help them reestablish their legacy and rebuild the world in trying to funnel. Before all that stuff happened, Millicent was full of hatred. She was bitter at all the things that had happened and all the terrible things that had gone wrong. And then I think... When she realized everything could just like change in an instant, and she was gone away from all of her friends, and she didn't know if she was gonna get back, it was like, shit, I should probably do something productive instead of being a sulking asshole all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, she's gonna be one of the dragons. Okay. Go ahead. The goal is to make the best wine that shimmers just right in the light, and it's called Shimmering Scale. I like it. So, here's what I'll do. So, Valis, taking the rest of Xanathar's money, you open your own vineyard. And working with (coughs) elven craftsmen and Emirian craftsmen and all (coughs) sorts of wine vineyards and wine hams, you eventually grow a nice, wide vineyard of grapes whose wine shimmers just right in the light. It almost seems to sparkle and dance and shimmer and shine. In these five years, people seem to really enjoy your vintage. It's a nice, sweet wine, and it's gorgeous to look at. In Did fact, you say it's it was become... purple? 
It is purple. I know someone who liked that very much. <laughs> and, that, and indeed she does. It's one of her favorite wines to go with her purple drink. Mm-hmm. In fact, a sort of tradition has come around to many in Esther, <clears throat> especially within Rheinstall, where they take the glass of wine, hold it up to the sun, and it's called the Scale Light Festival. Hell yeah. Hell festival. And every year... They hold this celebration for your wine and your vineyards. Millicent, the dragons arrived three months after your return. It took them longer than they thought it would. Oh, I said it was a month, didn't I? You did, yeah. A month later, the dragons finally arrived. There you go. (laughs) Retcon! (laughs) A month later, the dragons finally arrived. And though everybody thinks of this as a bad omen... Through your example, you begin to teach everyone that these dragons are more or less for the betterment of mankind. For all. <laughs> and as you say, you take your time and you help establish their new places in the world. To the silver-headed dragon, who later... Tells you his name is Eno. You take him to the icy mountains to the north. In the deep earth, you help establish Kedo. To the west, in the fiery lands of the forbidden lands, Sarazen makes his place in the volcano. And it seems life is slowly returning the forbidden lands. Nature is finally coming out from the fertile soil. And finally, to the far east, Cesare, guardian of the wind, who keeps the ethereal winds ever blowing and ever calm. In that time, you've become, in your own right, the first dragon priestess almost and eventually the wisdom that they have shared on to you you pass on to others and in generations to follow it will remain one of the most well celebrated but also highly coveted underground organizations in the world trying to establish wisdom and knowledge and unity and I was just thinking about it and it's actually really fitting because uh, Millicent's beginning she was studying with Mm -hmm. all the scholars and stuff and remember her basis for leaving was that she wanted to know all this information and wanted to look into things and they didn't want her to they wanted her to just go with the flow so it's very fitting that Mm -hmm. she would be at a point in her life where she found her place helping to spread the knowledge that she wanted to in the beginning. I'm super happy for her. (laughs) Stoltis. I don't know. I didn't expect to get this far. (laughs) Um... In the years that pass, many of you have gone your separate ways. You've often seen each other throughout the years. But at some point, you decide 
it's time to begin the final step of your process as a druid. You have rejoined with your druid clan and your master, and in that time of studying and devoting yourself and meeting the trials, she gives you the secret. She says, take your staff to the middle of the wood where the river runs cold. There, it shall be a place for you to take root and stay with us. And you do that. As you pass, they ritually mark you with druidic tattoos, druidic paintings upon your skin. In ceremonial cloth, you reach the wood in the center. And into the earth, you place your staff. And you say, Forgive me, this might be really bad. It's Kuroba Nakoila Ayrse Tildo Furesh Fuhiha or Charuth Agud. And it's ancient tree returned to your form or your natural state. I like it. And the staff takes root. And you with it. The staff begins to encompass you. Your arms begin to stretch into the branches. And though it's frightening at first, in the end, you feel whole. You feel the earth beneath your feet, the water of the river, the air, the breeze. You grow into a mighty you. You. <laughs> Soldier boy. And you remain there evermore. Shafa. Um, well, I feel like for Shafa that she has never really been one for the quiet life. And I feel like she would sit down and have a heart to heart with Amira and tell her that essentially that that she's never been the type to settle down or relax and even though the world is saved that like she she still can't feel at peace and that uh, the time she feels the most alive is when ever she and Amira were on a ship together and I feel like they would she would ask her to join her and that they would go on adventures together and like lead a nomadic lifestyle not always getting into fights but like you know like exploring all of the wilderness and when they get tired of one place for too long they move on to the next if Amira wants to go with her that is if she if she does not then Shafa I think would accept that too and but need to go off on her own so I can't control Mira, but I, I would ask her to come with me. After sitting down, talking to her about it, and telling her you just can't settle down, you need to go on an adventure, you need to do something, mm -hmm. she nods and smiles. 
And she says, Well, I was hoping you wouldn't say the opposite of that. Hmm. I'm not ready to settle down either. But, um, if we're going to do this, I think we ought to make it official. And behind her, she takes something out of her pocket. I was not sure about the size, but I think the jeweler got it right. What do you say? sort of grayish green gem of jade and a purple gem and they seem to be circling each other that's cool so is it like magic or are they just like patterned in a weird like yeah they're patterned so, yeah patterned in sort okay. of a yin yang way that's cool all right well i'm gonna be really taken aback by that and uh You know what? I want to do some gay shit, and I want to have... Because I remember that I bought her a ring back early on in our relationship, and then she left it behind when she ran off, and I went and got rid of it. And if it is okay with you, I would have liked to have tracked down the same ring and then have had it for her and then give that ring Wasn't to her. Wasn't that the one you gave to me? No, I gave you a necklace. Oh, I was going to say, I gave... Because you gave something to me, and I gave it, it back it to you. It was a necklace. Yeah. Okay. It was the Amira bought me that necklace, okay. so I didn't want it anymore, and then you gave it back. No, this is a ring that I bought Amira that I sold. I was going to say, that would have made it easier. Because I got it from the Wondrous Arcana. <laughs> so I would have liked to have tracked it down. It, it took you a little while, and one day when Amira wasn't looking, you had happened back into the Wondrous Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> to the wonderful voice of Schmiedel. Who says, well, well, I never thought I'd be seeing you again. How can I help you? Oh, yeah, I'd also like to give him all the rest of the money I owed him for the earrings that I don't believe I ever paid him back. Did <laughs> <laughs> you do that? With interest, because I've got a shit ton of money now. Did <laughs> you do that? <laughs> Sorry that it's late. I kind of had to, you know, <clears throat> save the world and, uh... Well, well, I, well I, other stuff. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'll never complain of this. <laughs> anything else I can do for you? A long time ago, I bought a ring from here. Oh, this one. That's the one. In his pocket. I never, I never thought that. Um, I meant to sell it all that years ago, but 
call it intuition, but something told me that I needed to hold on to it just in case you changed your mind. It's been a solid three and a half years of holding on to it. Here you go. Yeah, so I'll pay him for that too. And um yeah, Flash so, back to the proposal. Yeah, so I'd like to have a ring on hand too to do that extra gay shit where I was gonna propose to her too, so I have a ring also. And you just look at each other and she puts the ring on you. It fits. And the ring fits on her, mm -hmm. and you hold each other, and you share the most wonderful and passionate kiss of your life. From then on, it's been smooth sailing. You've gotten into a couple's guffles, a few bad deals here and there, with a couple of bad casks of ale that may have just been a little expired. But all the same, life's been an adventure ever since. Not the same as in the past, but all the same, it's still adventurous. And with that, that's the end of this wonderful tale. <sighs> So, for 50 years, it remained thus. The storybook was closed, and life moved on. But like any series, like any story, we always wait for the next installment. And in that 50 years, a new chapter was being written. to the second part. <laughs> and sort of like Thanos showing up, you know, the credit scene of the early movies. Stalta's opening his eyes, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the... Let's oh. roll with that. Let's roll with that. Oh no! <laughs> you don't know how long it's been. So far it feels like it's been eternity, Stalta's. But something is changing. <clears throat> Something in the earth, and in the water, and in the air. And very slowly, you feel the yew tree giving way. And the outside world is opening up to you. Until next time. Oh! <laughs> Oh, no. oh shit. Wow. Which I am yeah. opening next Tuesday, so kudos to you, Tyler.